listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know that you're loving me, cause you thug with me, who bust slugs for me, my baby. Who gon' kill for you, like I comfort you, who else but the rule, you feel me? Girl, when we connect the dots, we hit the spot. Twin beans, you ride hard, I drop, to make it better. Girl, I got that Nina Beretta to low. And two cars back with the fo-fo, ho. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house for a well, suddenly late edition of the Black Guy Tips podcast. Yep, yep. Um, on a Sunday football NFL night. That's right. So we're gonna miss Colin Collins. We're gonna miss uh, Chris Collinsworth being a little bit racist, and uh, that's sad. I like to get my not for me. I like to play guest the race with his commentary. You know? Oh, it's perfect for guest the race <laughs> yeah, with him. T- it's, it's, his guest the race not even fair because it's only one color. Just close your eyes and no, it's more than one color. Oh Clo- my bad. Just close your eyes and listen to what he says, and you can tell who he's talking about. You know. Oh, okay. He's okay. like, now that is a gritty performance tonight. He's thrown seven interceptions, but he's a good leader, and he's the kind of person you want in your huddle. Kind of guy that makes you believe in your teammates. And you go, mm-hmm. He white. Uh, but, but in that in that case, Rod, would he go like back and forth about Jimmy Graham? 
Uh, I think he'll go back and forth. He'll be confusing himself. I think if it's quarterback, he'll go back and forth. But if you're if you're a uh, some type of hybrid American between black and white, and uh, you're not a quarterback, I think it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty clear. Yeah, it's pretty oh, clear. Okay, that first one I was guessing white. My guess is white. Yeah, and I'm going to go for Ben Roethlisberger. I always say his name up. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. No. 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 Stop. Everybody, stop. Do not help, Karen. <laughs> what What is that man's name, Karen? You know that's not his name. <laughs> you sure? You sure? You know the name. You know the name. What? How do you say his name? Ben Roethlisberger. You know that's you know that's not his name, Karen. We watch football all the time. We talk about him on the show. I know. <laughs> it's Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> you know that. You, you can't should. say no Ben. Just getting all yeah, just getting all lazy. You can call. That's why people call him Big Ben, so they don't have to say his last name. So you can go with Big Ben you, you next sure? time. That's, I'm trying to help you not embarrass us when we out. That's, that's what that's what the ladies call him. <laughs> Uh, no, the ladies call him uh, Snow and Stop, I believe. <laughs> I don't touch. They call him, they call him Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, they call him Suspect Number One or whatever. <laughs> uh, um, anyway. He was a nigga! <laughs> um, I, we, you guys should have heard at least one of these voices on the show before uh, as a guest if not you should have heard the other one uh, who call, uh, they call, he calls in often during our uh, feedback episodes and leaves voicemails and stuff like that uh, the first voice you heard um, I've been on his show before uh, a couple times and uh, he's been on the show before as a guest uh, it's Mr. Greg Hurd uh, aka the Greg Hurd uh, what's up, Greg? Man, how you doing, Greg? World Peace. I'm doing good. I'm feeling good, and uh, I'm glad to be back. Ah, uh, cool, man. It's good to uh, have you back on the show. And um, I guess what what's been going on with you since the last time you've been on the show, man? Uh, well, my uh, podcast was unceremoniously canceled. <laughs> um, I just couldn't have. Uh, I just didn't have the time to to do it. Mm. anymore and um but y'all can still go on stitcher and find forget what you heard uh rod and um russell from the long and late movie show or on the last episode <laughs> if i was you i would say it was not picked up by nbc that's that's yeah. how i would roll with that's it. the best way to do it yeah just tell people make it like, official my podcast you know it wasn't picked up by nbc it was so not it was not on the on not, getting the news, yeah. not getting a new not getting a new season I, <laughs> I could say that it came down be- to between me and uh, Revolution, and they went with Revolution. Right. <laughs> Nobody could blame you, you know. It, you know, and that's the thing, man. Apparently, podcasts come in seasons now, even though we never had heard of that no, until recently. I was very confused. I feel like when people take a lot of breaks between their podcasts, they I'm start calling it seasons. Yeah, I'm assuming this every, everybody got a season but us. Yeah, apparently we are. We we like the Daily Show. We just take a week off every month or two and uh keep it rolling um now the other voice you heard i've actually been on his podcast before too uh when he used to have a podcast and i was on the lost hidden episode that nobody will ever hear which is just uh me him and scarfinger talking shit to each other for about two hours um and it's my man abe abraham uh bell or abe is pimp um say what's up to everybody abe you use my government name dog Oh my bad, dog. I thought it was on your Twitter. My fault, man. Um, Abraham and, and, Jones. 
<laughs> now I can't talk about my supervisor having only one eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put it in the show notes as your government name with your social security number, everything, your phone number. <laughs> so Abraham, I was listening to that ratchet ass podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I see my one eyebrow. I see you like to work here uh, at Apple, but uh, we googled your name and uh. Mm-mm. So, uh, what's been up with you, man, uh, since the last time we talked, dude? Uh, man, not much, same old shit. Um, my podcast, I mean, the long story short, my, I was using my special computer, mm. and that last episode of Bane Bust, man, just, just knocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> you caught the, the porn virus, uh, flu for your computer around here? Nah, nah, nah. I, I, that I can fix. Okay. Um, somehow, my hard drive, well, my, my computer's been overheating for a while. And mm. I was just like, man, fuck it. You know, I get my 30-minute session in, and I unplug it, you know? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, one day, I unplugged it and made this stop making this clicking noise. And um, when I un- opened it again, it said hard drive not found. I was like, oh, oh. shit. My hard disk got corrupted. Oh, that so, sucks. Man, that's five years of good porn movies, anime. Just gone, man. Yeah, I remember when our hard drive went. Um, oh, this shit was terrible. Uh, one, because I'm, uh, you know, such a He-Man nerd, I fixed it myself. But uh, by fix, I just mean I replaced it because I was scared to bring my hard drive in to the Geek Squad. <laughs> yeah, Because it's filled with porn. They were like, you got Is that? 25,000 hours. I've never seen this much. Yeah. That's like, it's not even like explicit, like, uh, not explicit. It's not even like illegal porn or anything that would get me in trouble. It's just the amount of porn on there. Ah! I'm not comfortable with someone going through and, you know, perusing my favorites and finding out what kind of stuff I'm into. No one needs to know me that intimately, you know? <laughs> and, and, uh, and to add to that is that some porn you comfortable telling people, there's some porn you're not, you know? Right. Everybody watch big booty porn and black, you know. Right. But when they start looking into my Japanese hinters and shit, they're gonna think I'm strange. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> I, I don't like. I feel like it, when someone knows that type of specific information about me, then the price becomes negotiable. You know. Exactly. Like if I'm at, if I'm at Geek Squad, if I'm at Geek Squad, and I'm like, hey man, I see you got some um uh Japanese um girls on subways getting sexually harassed uh porn on here and uh you know that's pretty hard to yeah, come by i see you about that tentacle life i know it says 150 for repairs but i'm gonna have to say it's at least 250 because uh you will never get this back anyway there's no way you could download this again not and i, I would have to pay him so I, I can't be like that i can't go out like that i've never run into that problem you know if if my computer crashes it's like you can't even get to the desktop you can't even get to the start screen it's just nothing happens so i can you know there's no evidence that the porn was ever there and eventually i had to erase everything so you know they don't have to know that they erased porn for me Mm. if you have watched 24 there's always ways porn is like semen in the crime scene it's always there it can always (laughs) be traced back it never leaves it never goes away that's why i um like i'm with abe on this man i feel like 
that's the job of the geek squad like yeah we've actually read articles about people that like went to prison because it's like hey man my computer broke and you know they thought the same thing greg thought like i can't even get to the hard drive so i know you can't mm, got some and kitty point on there right but but then they went back and hooked that shit up to like a car battery and uh <laughs> two wires and that shit started right up yeah and an etch-a-sketch and a hanger and they was like, mm, this dude got all kind of porn on here. So, yeah, I never say never, man. I, yep. I, I remember what, oh, go ahead, Karen. And, and I think for me, the thing about it is that the people at the Geek Squad, they like CSI agents. Well, people fail to realize, like the internet never forgets, your computer never forgets. That shit is embedded in the back corner somewhere with a lock across. They're like, oh shit, ha I could pick this lock. Yeah. And they open this shit up. That's how I feel about it. I mean, we had one computer that broke down and there was so much porn on it and I was like, oh man, uh, you know, I'm gonna throw this in the trash. Karen's like, let's give it to Goodwill. I was like, no. She going to trash. <laughs> I don't know homeless people watching my I was, porn. I was trying to, you know, help the people. Mm-mm. You know, they might discover something new at that point. If a homeless man sees that point, he'll never get a job. Shout out to Mitt Romney. <laughs> no, he won't. Um, but anyway, man, um, like I said, I'm glad we had you guys on here. And, uh, you know, we can go ahead and get started with the show, man. Uh, first of all, if you didn't know, you should know. But this is the Black Guy With Tips podcast. It's a comedy podcast hosted by me and my wife. Three times a week, and uh, the motto of the show is, nothing's wrong if it's funny. Uh, you can leave comments for the show on Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. TheBlackOutTips.com is probably the easiest and best place for you to leave comments because mm-hmm. then they'll get read. And they'll also get read on our feedback show that we do once a week on Saturday mornings. Yep, yep. You can also be heard by leaving a five-star review for us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you leave us a five-star review... Regardless of the content, we promise to read it on the show. We do. So there's people out there that have gripes with us. There's people out there that feel like their side of the argument isn't being heard or that I'm trolling them or we making too many <laughs> jokes. Leave a five-star review. Get your name out there. Get your words heard. And then everybody can understand your side of the story. Yes, they can. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, donate to the show, subscribe to the actual uh, website so that you get an update every time we make a new post. Um, you can go to our store, check out our Tumblr, all this stuff from theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186, leave us a voicemail throughout the week, or talk to us live Saturday morning. Uh, email us theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's been too long since we had some guests that hit it on the head. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you can also, um, help us out by visiting our sponsored and our sponsors. And this show is double sponsored. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm hmm. It's sponsored by the sexy ass Shadow Dog Productions. Ah, <laughs> Dexter is sexy. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions Halloween sale. From now until Halloween, you get a twenty percent discount if you spend ten dollars or more. So this is the perfect time to pick up a DVD, digital download movie, or a bunch of audio plays. There's no codes to screw around with. Your discount is applied automatically. Y'all get on it, y'all. Y'all know y'all want to see us. Well, not actually see us, but hear us. Soon you may see us. Who knows? And all you got to do is spend more than $10, guys. You can get 20% off. Um, and like I said, it helps to show out. It uh, does. You can also go. To, they, they have a page specifically dedicated to us, shadowdogproductions.com. Yes, they do. Slash TB 
WBGWT and it's all the audio plays we've been in. Go in there and buy those. Rack up. And trust me, spending $10 at Shadow Doll Productions is a ton of content because yes, it is. everything there is already so well priced yes, and it is. Um, so well done, man. The quality of it is well done. And uh, if you haven't done it yet, I suggest now as a good time to go out there and sp- uh, support our sponsor because they support us. And I cannot stress that enough. Um, so check them out at shadowdollproductions.com. Um, and yeah, and I, like I said, they sponsor us and that helps out because that's the reason that, you know, we're able to make sure nobody's missing a show. Yep, yep. That, you know, if we do a three hour show, we're not going fuck, man. We could, we can't upload three hours worth of material. I know it's so. Too many people downloaded and all that stuff. So yeah, that, you know, if they stop sponsoring us, show gonna be like an hour long and shit. <laughs> like y'all better go to shoutoutproductions.com. Support Dex to support them, y'all. Yeah, it, it really helps everybody out. Trust me, you have no idea. Um, and then the other sponsor we have is actually, um, one of those sexy ass sponsors. So I guess I need to find me some, um, sexy music, apparently. Yes, um, you do, sir. I'm trying to think. When's the, oh, uh, let me just look up some people that, uh, that might have some, uh, good. How about. Oh, you send me swinging. This is what you do when you put that dildo at the box, girls. Hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? You should be. Yes. Spice it up like pumpkin spice because it's Halloween time. Pull out the costumes because Adam and Eve sells costumes. AdamandEve.com. Yes, and I'm talking about sexy costumes, like yeah. sexy nurse, yeah. sexy cheerleader, sexy cats. Yep, sexy doctor. Uh, whatever kind of. I'm sure they have sexy things. I'm pretty sure they had a sexy librarian. Shout out to the librarian. Yeah, librarian. <laughs> librarian. Uh, <laughs> been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie or adult costume. Yes. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamandEve.com, and for a limited time only, you get. 50% off of just about any item. So if you want to be a sexy nurse and you're looking for a costume to go out and get fucked in on uh, Halloween, well, 50% off, dog. They, what are you thinking? They got it, y'all. They they do. And just for y'all out there, I like the stockings. I think the stockings are sexy. You know, they had a, the stockings that uh, match with the outfits, too, for those of you that's in that leather and lace type of thing. And they'll mail it to you discreetly. Yeah, just, just it doesn't come in the shape of a dildo. No, it better not. It doesn't come in the shape of DVDs with like the cover just exposed, so everybody knows <laughs> that you're in the Big Booty Nurses Part Three. No, <laughs> you can keep it a secret. It's uh, it's not like your hard drive, but uh, that's not all. You also get when you get your fifty percent off one item. You also get three free adult DVDs of white people having sex in slow motion. Yeah, all I ask is that you be sure that you're the only one to open up the mail. Don't think your don't let your kids think it's their Halloween outfit that you got yeah. online. You don't want your like six year old looking like a sexy little stripper. Come on, <laughs> it's not cool. Walking even, walking around in your head to a mommy. Look, Mm-mm, take them off. Yeah, even if you're a Latino mom, Mm-mm. you guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> you can get the three free adult DVDs of slow motion white people in various locales and times and places mm-hmm. for a little bit of inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual. 
that even chill won't tell you what it is. And to top it all <laughs> off. Ooh, ooh. Now, you know, that's super sexy. She ain't going to tell you. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, they're not teasing. So check out AdamandEve.com for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you type in TBGWT for your offer code upon checkout. And you get the three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's offer code TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Yes, enjoy. Enjoy so you could be swinging off the chandelier too like this song. Yeah, we'll sing you swinging. <laughs> yes, they will. Um, All right, man. Uh, oh, Rob, before you yeah. get to the, uh, Go ahead, Greg. Uh, I guess to your first random thought, the, I heard you say that Adam and Eve sells costumes. Yes. It reminds me, I was at, um, there's this place near my house where they, uh, it, they take this empty lot of a strip mall or whatever, and the Halloween, Halloween city just comes in and they, they set up shop there for the month of October. Yeah. And they just sell Halloween costumes and accessories and all that. And then November first, they're out. I've they're seen gone. that. I've seen that recently too. Uh, we see we had a couple of those up the street from where we used to stay. Mm-hmm. Where they, they come out of nowhere too. Yeah, like they just come in, take over a bookstore for a month, and they disappear without a trace. Man, there's a yeah, there's a, a, a different type of business format. I wonder um, if if we'll ever see that with other holidays and stuff. It's just like the Thanksgiving store, and it's just there for two days and then gone. <laughs> but I saw there. I went there uh, one day, and they had. Uh, a sexy Ninja Turtle costume. <laughs> so, um, the sexy uh, has gotten out of control, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it has. Every, everything was sexy like, now. There's also like sexy Napoleon Dynamite and, uh, <laughs> sexy, um, sexy Joker from, from the Dark Knight. You know, it was, but it was, you know, a Joker costume for a woman. So they're gonna, <laughs> everything, <laughs> they're trying to make everything sexy. Wow. <laughs> it was like, I think it's a threshold after, like, it's cool to have a nurse outfit and maybe a non-love maybe. When you dressing up as a guy, sex, woman type thing, you just need to pray. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't bother the people. Everybody <laughs> thinks different things are sexy now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for it to uh, get to the point where they cross over the line of what is, uh, you know, t- tasteful. Yeah, and and not even like nostalgic and shit, but just like sexy cancer patient and shit like that. It's, ah. like, it's like that's not even sexy anymore. Like, why are y'all trying to? to you can't just put titties on a on a hospital gown and, call, and it sexy. call it sexy mm. and, and, a, and a balding like one of those bald uh, wigs that make you look like Professor X. Like you can't do that shit mm-hmm. and uh and, and be trying to make everything sexy. But sexy wheelchair man, I mean we're gonna we're gonna do it all up yeah. there. Sexy handicaps. Yeah, well actually you can be handicapped and sexy though. I mean yes you can. Don't mm. don't 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 get like, me. I don't know that's a I guess but you're right though. That wouldn't be tasteful. No, no, because <laughs> you you because you you picking fun at people handicapped. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That wouldn't be tasteful. That, yeah, yeah, but I I feel like that's what's next. Go ahead, a- Abe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it'd be better if they had like racism, sexy. Like if you get your black dildo, you should have a picture of Barack Obama or Barack Obama mask. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's already happening somewhere in the south. Yeah, we just don't know that yet. Yeah, I used to have a friend named uh, Brent that uh, his costume for uh, Halloween and different events was always a a big ass black dildo that was like fucking like. Uh, foot and a half long 
oh gosh and he was a white dude um and he would take the black dildo and the amount of time and ingenuity involved in this is ridiculous but he would he drilled a hole all the way through it and then he got those you know those hats that uh you can put like two things of beer in Mm-hmm. he got yeah. that that has the straw and he made the straw go through the dick and he would go ah! out and he's a really funny like charismatic guy mm-hmm. so he would go out dancing and shit all like girls love brent and he would literally have these girls drinking alcohol from the dildo <laughs> dick. <laughs> like there's all these pictures and shit of it. it's just like god damn man it's that like that is ingenious and diabolical at the same time, time. But yeah. I'm, a, I'm trying to tell you right now, if sperm tastes like alcohol, mo dicks would get sucked. Yeah, I guess so. It's just like, uh, it's like, yeah, man, they're gonna pull out my big black cock. Yeah, for, uh, you let that taste like some margarita. Yeah, he would just like he would always be like, yeah, I'm gonna pull out my big big black cock and uh, go out for Halloween. I just be like, God damn it, Brent. But, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't mind getting it in your head then. But yeah, he's <laughs> lucky he was charismatic. I don't know if uh, that works on everybody. No, I don't know. I don't think it does. Yeah. But to talk to Sharon, talk to Karen's point, didn't like an episode of Sue Johansson, she had like a taster's test for semen? For for what? For semen? For cum. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I know that she's always did the whole like, you can, you can eat pineapples and mm-hmm. all this shit that she's, uh, but I've never seen her actually taste semen on the air. That seems. What? what? She didn't taste it, but like she knew a little bit too much information. Like the color oh. ass was like, well, my um, my boyfriend seen this tasting sauce, and she just came out. He's been eating a lot of meat. I was like, what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. I've seen that many times. Like Sue Johansson, and if you guys don't know her, like oh, Google her. That's the woman. I don't know if she's still alive or still doing Me that either. show. But um, she used to host a show that I was I saw come on Oxygen mm-hmm. late at night, and she was just talk about sex, you know, and very openly and frankly she talk about educated sex. people, man. And um, the what I took from that was that uh, Sue Johan- Johansson used to get it in when she was young. Yeah, <laughs> she did. This is an old old woman, and she's sitting up there like, yes, uh, the you know the deceit. It's just like, oh my, because people call in. It's like, um. I am just, I don't enjoy going down on my boyfriend uh, because he, sometimes he will, uh, you know, um, try to, like, do do that in in my mouth or, like, my face or something. And just, she'll just be like, okay, so uh, he's trying to ejaculate inside of your mouth or uh, put a sperm on your face. <laughs> like, just jump straight to the point before that person can even be ashamed anymore. It's like, uh, yes. Okay, well, um, well, what's the problem? It just, um, I don't like the way that, like, you know, it, it, it feel or taste in, like, I just think if it has a funny, like, oh, you think it tastes funny? And like, yeah, well, what does it taste like? It just tastes like, um, kind of, uh, like bitter and like a little bit, and she'll know exactly like, oh, you, like an acorn on a summer's day and, and it's <laughs> only 20 degrees out before the squirrels are hitting them. It's like, what? Like, how does she know about that much detail? But you can tell she's right because people just be like, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she always got an answer, man. It's just yep. like, you know, tell them to drink pineapple juice. and It was red if she didn't have it. she didn't have an answer, it was like stump to chump. She, you know, one of the things where it was like, damn, out of all her years of experience, you stump her, you a good one. Yeah. But. Well, if she didn't know the answer, you probably wouldn't have sex with a human being. 
Right. Uh, ah, yeah. ain't that the truth? Uh, my favorite though is um, she used to do this. There's this one topic that she has. It it always comes up like every like three or four shows, and the people always get really surprised. But it's um. <laughs> Whatever a chick finds gay porn in their boyfriend's house. Yes. Sue will chili grate anything, anything that might lead to that dude being gay. True. Like she is like, nope, it's not gayness. It's something else. He might be experimenting. He could just be learning. Maybe he uh, gets off on seeing people have things in the butt. And uh, he maybe you guys should experiment with some anal foreplay and some anal play during during sex. And I'll be like, no, Sue, you know them <laughs> niggas be gay. Hey, stop. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. Just stop it, Sue. Yeah, Try some, too hard. Some, some sometimes we don't cut it. Nothing wrong with that. We just don't cut it. Yeah, but I don't know. She might be right, but I, I like maybe I'm the one doing chili grapes because I'll be like, Mm-mm, no one's into that. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're really into that like no two right. no dude is like let me put out this gay porn these two sweaty dudes fucking because you know i'm straight but i need just the way i get it's off en- it's entertaining right <laughs> this is how i get I, off this is must see tv <laughs> i am not i am not watching it because he's sucking the other dude's dick i'm watching it for the artistic camera shot right <laughs> see when you look at that you see a man Fucking another man in the ass. And that is gay. I agree. <laughs> but what I am watching is just a man having sex with a butthole. So it's not even the it's same. Ar- it's artistic. That's a new thing. I see past gender. I'm so... I'm so, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so I'm, I just see intimacy. What do you see, woman? I'm so progressive. I'm so progressive. That's the Republican tag. I see you making it about gayness, and it's not about that. Yeah. You who have issues. I just see two people in a committed relationship. I don't see gender. Um, so uh, speaking of race and gender, mm-hmm. on Twitter the other day, um, it, maybe it was yesterday, and uh, I'm not throwing any shade at this dude, uh, but he asked me a question, and I thought it was really telling. He was like... Um, why do you defend black women so much or like what what makes you what made you decide to do that and um you know i I think i responded to something like uh my mother is black my wife is black oh no i said i love my mother i love my wife you know i love the women in my family i love you know my female friends all that stuff uh i guess the real question is why why wouldn't i why wouldn't you you know uh, and it was a black dude that was asking me this. And it wasn't on some, like, he wasn't, like, acu- it wasn't accusatory Cusing, yeah. or, like, mm-hmm. him trying to be, like, what what's the, what the fuck is wrong with you? But just, mm-hmm. I think, you know, people were, and I saw some people on Twitter being, like, wow, I can't believe someone even asked that question. Um, I can't believe that's, you know, uh, you know, what, what what's his problem and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking about it and, you know, I'm like, I can't even be mad at the dude. Nope. I really do think it is a lack of defense for black women in general mm-hmm. from, you know, from everybody in general, but especially uh, black men. It just it seems even more absent uh, because a lot of times they'll get, you know, they'll be attacking and all this stuff. Um, so I guess I open up the question to everybody is, um, do y'all feel like there is a void of, you know, people coming to or even being understanding of the black female perspective in America, you know, let alone defending it. And uh, I'll actually start with you, Abe, man. What do you think about it? 
I think it's an easy target to um to victimize black women without dealing with the issue of what's going on in relationship between a black man and a black woman. Mm. Um, It's common that um, a lot of times after relationship is over, you know, the black man kind of leaves or he's out of the picture. It's kind of, it's easier to victimize the woman. Oh yeah, she's mean or, oh yeah, she don't know how to treat a man rather than address the fact that in our community, it's just a lot of bitch-ass niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 okay. Yeah, I can, I can, I can understand that. Like, I, I think also, um, well, actually, I'll explain my part later, but uh, what about you, Greg? What do you think about it, man? Uh, I think there is a, a lack of it because every time there is, like, there's always something to pick on about a black woman from some from anybody. It doesn't matter who's, like, saying it, but it seems like someone will always try to find something to pick on about a black woman, whether it's her hair or how she talks or anything like that. It's It seems, it seems like, like she comes off as an easy target because it's not what everyone sees all the time, like, uh, like in TV or movies or anything like that. And I think a lot of people being influenced by media and entertainment if it's not what they see then it's not it's some way it's not normal so it's so it's gonna so people are gonna like try to pick on it and try to break it down and and not really have an understanding of it if that made any sense yeah i think that makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah uh, what about you Karen? what do you think mm, for me that's i don't know that that's that's like a very I guess for me, I think a lot of it boils down to, for me personally, in general, I think that for a lot of people and even some black men, uh, they have issues with black women, just period, Mm -hmm. from, you know, from their mothers and their sisters and their aunts and their cousins. They have these interaction with these women and some are good and some are bad. And I think that uh, in our society, black women are not considered, quote unquote, beautiful. They're not considered, you know, the thing that you date. They're, they're not considered top class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like in, in our society, black women are almost like our second class women. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that goes back to the picking of the hair and all that type of thing. And also, I too, I think that a lot of men, period, especially a lot of black men, don't respect women. And I think a lot of that respect from for women come from their fa- lack of fathers not being there and teaching them and training them and and showing them that you're supposed to love and respect women. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, if you have a a, a a dudes that grow up and they they don't really understand the the dynamic of a of a, a mother to son relationship, how are they going to understand the relationship between uh, uh uh people dating or a husband and a wife and things like that? And sometimes too, I think that um, I, I guess in my personal opinion, a lot of this uh comes down to a lot of racial things too even within the black race that people don't want to talk and consider because even within our race you have demographics and issues within our race light-skinned black women dark-skinned black women nappy-headed black women straight-headed black women natural natural hair black women it's almost like within our race not only do you have to deal with the color of skin you have to deal with the type of hair not only do you have to deal with the type of hair you have to deal with the class mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like all these contributing factors and like y'all say for some reason uh black women are easy targets 
there because a lot of times black women don't have a lot of the voices that are needed. And a lot of times when things come out of black women's mouth, even within our own community, we're just considered angry and black, even within our own community. It's almost like our voices are the easiest to get squashed. Our voices are the easiest to get um, hushed or silenced um, because uh, just in general, people just don't take a black woman seriously in our country. Um, and I want mm-hmm, to add one more go, thing. It's like, yeah. one thing I love about black women is that when y'all speak, it's real. You know, it's, it's none of that sugar-coated bullshit. And a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. I go back to Michelle Obama. I mean, she is generally trying to stop kids from being fat. I don't understand how that's an angry black woman, but she gets so much flat from the media um, when she go out and say, well, you know, kids need to exercise, need to have balanced school lunches. And to me, that's just the foundation of common sense. But since it's coming from a black woman, and it's, the language can be quoted as too hard in their spectrum, then she gets that kind of ridicule. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's, uh, that's definitely true. Like, there's a media perception of black women that is kind of, I think, mostly like, it is negative to a to a degree that I think is unfair. Um and I do feel some type of responsibility or way about that and you know if I, if that means I get to I have to be the dissenting voice sometimes amongst dudes then I'll be that. You know what I mean? And I'm and it's not on some like, well, I'm let me kiss all these women's ass or let me um, you know, this is just how, you know, I I need to suck up the I, I don't even feel that way. Like it's not even about who listens to the show is just the way I am. So, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of things as like piling on, like even people that claim to help black women, a lot of times are really disparaging them. Yes, you know? they are. So like when you see a Tyrese, a Steve Harvey, um, you know, people like that, that claim to be like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to help these black women out. And then their books basically say, you ain't shit and you're going to deal with eight shit men. So let me at least teach you how to trick these men into fucking around and thinking they respect you. And then maybe you can get you a man. Like just that idea of like, you need to define yourself with by getting a man because your ass ain't shit either way until you get a man. And, and that shit like that always bothers me. Um, and I think that, um, you know, the, the greater question isn't like why I do, but just, why do so many dudes that feel like me not say shit? Cause I feel like a lot of dudes feel like me, you know, and I think a lot of dudes, if you sat them down and talk to them one on one are very understanding, very sympathetic and empathetic even, um, to, to, uh, the plight of the black woman. And there's a, some sort of kinship there, uh, that, that that does matter to us because even if it's not a thing where it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna marry or date a black woman that is still your mother that is still Mm -hmm. your sister that is still your you know your aunts and uh, you know your daughter so it's like you know i don't believe that you know you hate your daughter your aunt it's like you'll find dudes that'll be like well that's the exception to me but i feel like well then all black women are the exception like why can't you know why am I just picking and choosing a couple so I can disparage the the, the rest you know so um yeah and, go ahead Cam, and I, and also it's something that you brought up before a lot of people um when it comes to uh, people outside their family a lot of dudes are like I love my family if mm-hmm. you outside of that and I'm not fucking you fuck you. And that's a lot of mentality a lot of dudes have. They're like, mm-hmm. when I'm not fucking you, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so when people get into that, it's easy to target. It's easy to to demean. It's easy to talk about somebody that you really don't care about and you really um, are not really concerned about her. Even though she looks like your mom, she like your cousin, she looks like these people, but you really don't care because as far as you're concerned, you're not trying to get any pussy out of her, so she's not that important to you. Well, here's my theory that I've, that I've, that I've kind of developed and I haven't really voiced it because, I mean, obviously it's just a theory. I, I don't fucking know this shit, but... I feel like a lot of dudes, um, you guys know what uh, pools are? Pickup artists? Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, for the audience, in case you don't know, like pickup artists, one of the things they talk about is leading with a neg. And what that means is leading with a negative. So when you walk into a situation where you're trying to pick up a chick, it's easier to get her off guard if you don't come in complimentary. Or complimentary. <laughs> complimentary. Anyway, if you don't come in complimentary and you come in actually saying something negative to throw her off. So, you know, there's this chick. She's obviously a dime. Every dude in the club has been buying her drinks, trying to get with her. But you don't come in like that. You come in with something that, you know, sounds uh, condescending and sort of a put down. So maybe you come in and say, um, hey, how you doing? You've been here a long time. You look tired. Now, it's not, you know, you didn't come in and say, you ugly ass bitch, but you came in and said something that, you know, to somebody who's been, you know, obviously, uh, you know, complimented all night. Now you stand out because it's like, oh, that's not a compliment. And do I look tired? What is he trying to say? I'm ugly or something. You know, I look good. I'm not tired. And it's, it's like all of a sudden you start this, you get her off guard and you can start a conversation and all this stuff. Well, I feel like uh, a lot of these guys, black dudes that go hard on black women, especially the ones that are inflammatory. It's like this is why you got to get you a white woman and all this shit. I feel like those dudes are trying to lead with the neg because what they're saying isn't actually complimentary to white people at all or white women at all. It's actually just to get the attention of black women like on some True. level. On some level, the audience for those comments is still black women. They yeah. still want black women's attention. They still want, they want them to feel like you need to come in and feel that like I'm superior to you and you need to start earning my love. And I feel, I wonder how much of that comes from one, there's just not very many loving relationships that people grow up seeing. True. And that, that cuts across all racial lines, just yes, period. Yes, that does. There's just not, cause there's people that are married and, and they have kids and their mm. kids will still never see a loving relationship. That's right. Um, I wonder how much that is to do with it. And then also I wonder how much of it is, you know, the idea that, um, you know, this inferiority complex as a black man, like, you know, black women are going to college at a higher rate. They're earning more money than us at a, at, on an individual basis, uh, you know, accomplishing more in their careers. How much of that is like a backlash from the fact that, like, I feel like I'm an inferior person or like you'll be looking down on me. So I need to come in looking down on you so that, you know, you better not look down on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 uh, another factor that a lot of people, uh, don't want to admit and maybe just me being a black woman, something I've had to deal with a lot of times, um, from the time that a black woman is born, um, a lot of times, uh, not all, but a lot of, a lot of women had to deal with there's something wrong with you. 
mm-hmm. from the time you're born. There's something wrong with you. You know, you know, you have women that, you know, some women relax their hair, some women don't. There's something wrong with you. If you do, there's something wrong with you. You don't. Right. You know, so it's a constantly, there's something wrong with you. It's a huge industry made off yes, of it. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's, it boils down to your, you as you are, are never going to be good enough for society as a whole to accept you. So why should you be good enough for a man to, to accept you? Right. And a lot of times, uh, it also plays a factor in. Also, I think that for a lot of, I can't speak for all, but for a lot of black women, for some reason, we're never told to explore men outside of our race. But, you, you know, because a lot of men will, will actually date women outside of their race, other cultures and all that type of stuff. But a lot of black women feel like they got to have a black man. Like, it's almost like you ain't nothing unless you have a black man. And a lot of women stick to that tactic. As the right. women get older, some women go, you know what, it don't matter. Because it really don't matter who you date and who you love. But a lot of women go, it don't matter. You know, I want to, you know, date somebody outside my race. And when you do, it's, it's, it's almost like almost every decision you make is an issue with. If well, I'm... Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's good to see interracial marriages actually it on the is. rise. Like, I actually it, it like the idea of it. Like, And I know some people will get into like, well, if it's black men, interracial marriage, that's bad. But if it's black woman, it's good. I don't pick sides. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. I just think it's good that people are finding love wherever they find it. Yes. And, uh, that, you know, I think it's like it went from three uh, percent to one out of every, like, I think 12 or something like that now. Uh, marriages are interracial in America. Like, and I think it's good for everybody that branch out, discover somebody that will, uh, you know, cherish you, that will, um, appreciate you. Um, and I was going to say this, I posed this question to, uh, Abe and Greg. I don't know if you guys have girlfriends or not, or if you're dating. Um, but like when you're interested in someone, you're going out on a date with them or whatever. Um, do you guys look at how much they make and the, do you feel some kind of way about if they make more than you or if they're more career accomplished than you and stuff like that? Uh, me personally, no. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm more interested in like, like it's the kind of person, I guess, with I, that stuff isn't, it's not a priority to me to, to think about. It's more about the kind of person she is. Right. Um, you know, and I don't I hate when people use the term like I don't see race or gender, like we said earlier, but uh I I that's not really a priority either. You know, it's kinda just I'm interested in like the kind of person and not really the race or, you know, what kind of, what you've accomplished in your career. Because I have dated girls who are more accomplished in their career than I am. Right. Much more. Uh so and they're still willing to to go out with me, so you know it's not something that I worry about. Yeah, it's always interesting too when um, I'll talk to dudes that are like, I don't like dating black women because you know they they make more money than you and they'll talk down to you and shit like that. And I'm like, well, you didn't just describe a black woman; you described a fucked up person. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that has that, and that has nothing to do with the uh, color of skin. And also, I think a lot of people um, say what. He just said, you probably mean that. And I, I'm pretty sure you do. But a lot of men say that, that it don't matter. But it really does. Because they mm-hmm. come in with a lot of insecurities. 
already in into it which has nothing to do with the color of the woman and but but yet they want to make it appear or seem like it's the woman's issue and they want to make it make her feel bad for having her degree and having her job and things like that but like you say it really shouldn't matter but a lot but some men not not all some men are intimidated with women make more money or higher educate and all that stuff and it's this complex in our society where the man is quote unquote the breadwinner and if you're not making more money than your woman you ain't shit as a man and that's not so yeah also society will that they kind of inflict that to men and women with that mentality yes they do um but you know another thing i found in society and you know uh where people are like you know marriage is supposed to be this true love very like uh you know idealistic goal and all this stuff but um I, i i can probably lose count if i could not count on my hands and toes on my fingers and toes all the women that have told me in their life, like, yeah, my mom told me to put some money to the side because you never know about these men and how they be tripping and mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, if a dude said that shit, it would be like, uh-uh, that's bad. You you know, that's wrong. So it's like, even with something that we believe in, like love, people are still hedging their bet. Like, uh, well, this shit probably ain't gonna work out. So like, so it's it's like people ain't really as idealistic as they make it sound. Nope. So I, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of men that either think what you know think that they can deal with it, or and they can't, or they, or honestly, they just think it's the right thing to say. That's right. You know, and and and, and they don't mean it. Right. Just like I, you know, just like with like I said, with a lot of women, will be like, I need to put some money aside, and it's like, well, that's not really trust. But, you know, I'm also not saying it's a bad thing to do it, but it's just not 100% believing in that person. Uh, Abe, I, I didn't get to your answer, man. What what did you think? Um, if, To me, I re- I'd rather have somebody who would be there for me. So mm-hmm. that doesn't matter what race it is. Because, I mean, after everything goes, you really only have that person. I mean, my mom has said something so wise to my sister while she was cussing her out. And she said that um, fucking is the first thing to go. Mm. So you need to be with somebody who, um, when it's all said and done, you generally like being around this individual. That they're your soulmate, no matter what the money is. Because if you marry somebody rich at one point, then the stock market can fall and they can be poor. Um, you marry somebody who's a garbage man today, tomorrow, they can be the next Bill Gates. So I, you need to be with somebody who's down. You need to have, to use pimp terminology, about a bitch. Right. And the only way, the only way you can find that is in 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 the beginning of the date. That's why I advocate. Let's just get the fucking out the way first, mm-hmm. okay? Let's just go ahead the first night. You know, we get a motel room. We exercise all our freaky desires, and we have that. <laughs> get out the way. And then, and then afterwards. Um, let's have a general conversation about what are we going to do? Our goal similar. Because after I bust that nut, I'm just like a woman anyway. So I can really tell you the real <laughs> ignorance. You know, because I mean, before I come, I mean, I'm uh, I'm not as fat. I have millions of dollars in the bank. You know, this is just my <laughs> rental car. I got the bins back at the house. You know, <laughs> So, um, that's what I advocate. Let's go ahead and get this started and come to the true relationship. And that's how you find your true mate. At the orgasm, the truth comes out. Oh, yeah. That, that spooning session, that shit's important. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that uh, 
found out exactly what they got into after sex mm-hmm. it was like yeah. after after that sex it's like you know i once i once killed a man it's like god damn girl you should already told me this yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's really not fair though because in that moment like i'm accepting of anything so <laughs> I'm like that's fine that's fine we'll work it out baby and then, like, that's why when people say, well, you shouldn't marry a girl, that she should be a virgin. No, fuck that. I need to know all the things that's happening before I commit to this person fully. Before I buy the cow, I need to sample the milk. <laughs> you know what's sad, man? I feel like the people that actually get the most disrespected in all of these, like, this race versus that race of women or men, like, situations it's the other races it's like the so like it's like you know white women will suck your dick when they wake up in the morning that's all they want to do is suck a dick the white women love they like oh a dick ain't in my mouth it's, it's like that's, man that is disrespectfully shit to so many, many women, women. Like, yes. because you white you gonna suck some dick that's what you do no suck my dick it's like, and, 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 and i have yet to meet this white bitch who was just sucking <laughs> dick just willy-nilly yeah i need to meet i need to meet uh samantha or whatever yeah and a lot lot of it is just made up shit a lot of people make myths up a lot of times to to demean one race or to pump another race up and and a lot of times there are some issues that are just women issues yeah uh all right man let's uh talk about some other shit that i wanted to get into um so i was at the gym playing basketball and uh it was like uh thursday or monday or some shit and everybody's like Oh man, let's uh let's play again. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna go home and watch some watch some football. I love the NFL, and it was like Monday Night Football or something like that. And the guy was like, oh yeah, I'm with Time Warner, and Time Warner just got the NFL Network. Yes, they did. And I was th- I was like, y'all just got the NFL Network? Like, yeah, yeah man. Like two Sundays like, ago. Yeah, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That's right. And first of all, the NFL is a dick because uh, uh, and Time Warner is a dick because apparently. They also got the Red Zone channel, but they only gave you two hours of Red Zone and then turned the shit off and made you order it the first, like, the, when they first got it. <gasps> oh, they did? Like, what a dick move. It's oh, like, you for real. I thought they got it like us because I was about two weeks ago, the dude came on. He was like, yeah, we would like to welcome all the customers from Time Warner Cable. Good to see you out here today. Yeah, and they were, I remember that weekend. They were doing shit they don't never do. They like, let's go to the quad box. That's when we show four games at the same time. Like, we do all the time on Red Zone. I was sitting there like, I ain't never seen the quad box. <laughs> And it's, and it's like as soon as uh as soon as the time water preview thing ended, like they didn't even shout out the time Warner people like oh it's about to end. It just abruptly ends if you have time Warner, and oh. and they and the, of course the I ain't seen the quad box in three weeks by the way. Um, I know right, but uh but apparently you know they just end the shit and uh and, and you had to call your local cable guy to so they make you pay to, extra for it. Yeah, we already pay extra, but I'm oh. just saying it, it's just the fact that they like what a fucked up way to do it. And even with the NBA league pass, they give you like two weeks free. Yes, they do. And then they turn it off, and it's and every broadcast is like, this is a trial until oh. such and such date. Oh, and well, then, then why didn't they tell the people up front that it was a trial? They did. They just fucked them up, man. It was, oh, they was like, oh, y'all, like, y'all think y'all got something? Well, we're gonna give you. Two hours and we go and i think a lot of it is to be sure that, they, that people subscribe for it i think it's exactly. i think it's like crack like the first hit's free <laughs> everything after that you got to pay double yeah, the price people just lined up outside of time Warner, like come on mr Warner, i'll suck your dick give me my football uh, what are you gonna so say if, abe so if, if it's crack then the methadone would be bit torn right 
yeah i guess so apparently whatever site you stream um your nfl games from is the, the, the how you get off but yeah everybody and and so it, it got me to thinking man i i don't know who y'all who's y'all cable company if you guys have cable like who do y'all go through can i start my rant uh just tell us who it is first <laughs> uh the people who fuck me every month comcast Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, Tom I heard has, a lot of people yeah. complain about them. Yeah. Them niggas. That that's like the kind of the same as Time Warner. Um, what about you, Greg? Who's your cable through? If you if you have cable. Uh, yeah, I'm with uh Charter. Okay, Charter. Okay. Well, we're with uh Uverse, right? And the reason we got with Uverse is because um one Time Warner's customer service was uh kind of spotty, but um mm-hmm. more importantly, they didn't have um they didn't have the nfl channel they you know they didn't have um red zone and and, and the thing about i'm sorry cut y'all think about it time one a cable and the nfl network they've been negotiating this shit for 10 years because right. i used to get tired of hearing the sports channel every year football season come back well y'all know they negotiating again i'm like this nigga's been negotiating forever for this i didn't think it was gonna happen and she's talking about the sports am radio station yes but um yeah so you know we got you verse because i was like i do want to watch the red zone and not have to go to uh the bar every sunday to watch all the football mm-hmm. games and all that stuff so you know we were like cool we're just gonna get you verse and we're just gonna roll like that and uh it's you know and it's been great you know we cook mm-hmm. now on sundays we stay in the house we don't spend sixty dollars you know at the bar park, with parking and all that <laughs> yes. shit. Uh, we just chill and um so that was that was our reason for getting it and also i remembered when i had time warner uh time warner will negotiate to the last second with your fucking cable yes they will and it, and i don't like that Mm-mm. you know like i don't like this idea of well Comedy Central's being a bitch, guys. You might not have Comedy Central in the morning. Yes. We're getting ready to take Doherty Explorer away from your child. Right. What? <laughs> no Nickelodeon. Bitch, y'all talk. No Nickelodeon after Saturday. I got tired of them things popping across the screen every six months with them negotiating with NBC, ABC, CBS. Well, it was I'm never, that, it was never the major uh, channels. They were taking AMC. off like VH1 in mm-hmm. the middle of... Uh, Love and hip hop and, and yep. single ladies. They were about to take VH1 away. So, you know. Yeah, and I you know. Bad for those people. And you know what's fucked up, man, is they will. And this is what, what really got me to cracking up. This is really what this random thought is, right? <clears throat> I hate when Tom Warner, Comcast, whatever, try to act like I'm on their side and we're on, we're a oh, team. Yes. Like, nigga, we are not <laughs> a fucking team. Like, they would, like, they would send me letters uh emails uh scrolls across my um you know my time warner cable and it will always try to sound like we're on the same side like like they're the union fighting for the little guy and it'd be uh-huh. like, they'd be like on some friday at midnight comedy central may be off the air for sure and also vh1 mtv and several other stations because viacom refuses to negotiate with us on a lower deal your prices are going to go higher and we here at time warner are trying to keep your prices from going up and it's like wait a minute dog hold up how much is gonna go up don't don't worry about all that shit now look You your two dollars and fifty cent, but we're gonna fight for that two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember one time they made the argument, uh, we don't want to give you the NFL network because some people will turn off their cable if the bill goes up five dollars a month. I was like, who are these people? 
Ain't who would these people that already have digital cable but are like, mm-mm, not the five? Uh-uh, it's too much. Fuck that. I don't, I don't like the NFL that much. And now I'm out, you know, and it's like, we're not on the same side. Why are you trying to act like we're buddy, buddy? I want the shit. You are actually fighting against me. And then they will hit you up with these emails like, when the Time Warner uh, negotiations come to an end at midnight and you lose all of Viacom, there's plenty of ways to still get your favorite shows, such as going to ComedyCentral.com where you can stream the show on your laptop. I didn't buy this big-ass TV to be watching shit on a 12-inch screen on my fucking laptop. Say that again. No. I, and then, like, they talk about fees, but then, like, no one looks at their bill. Like, one time I looked at my Comcast bill, and these motherfuckers were charging me for some shit that I turned in for three years. Damn. Three fucking, it took me six months to get that money back. Yeah. And um, what I like about AMC is that, fuck it, they just come out and say, fuck this network on all their programs. Hey, man, you like The Walking Dead? <laughs> you on this network? Fuck you. Right. Hey, man, you like that? You the Breaking Bad? <laughs> you a bitch if you on this network. <laughs> oh, man, the newest, the newest episode of Breaking Bad <laughs> It's going to be riveting. It's going to be this, that, and the third. But if it's on this, then fuck you. Right. Yes. Like they, like I like the ad where they start calling them bitch network. I was like, wow, they went there. Yeah, they went. And and, <laughs> and, and the thing about us, when we left uh, Time Warner Cable, man, Time Warner Cable, man, they sound like the broke girlfriend that was pleading to the temp that you don't leave. We left them niggas. They, they called me. They ring. It was like, hello? Hey, hey, hey. Um, we, we, we see that you turned in your box and we, we see that you, um, disconnected all your cable. Um, we're just calling to be sure everything's okay. Yes, everything's okay. You sure everything's okay? You know, would you like to come back? We can cut you a better deal. And, and, and also the thing that, well, you made me mad about Time Warner. If you call them and you be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, disconnected or dropping my race. They would, like, they would hit some keys and be like, you know what? We got a deal for you right here. Well, bitch, this yes. deal been here the whole time. Yeah, I actually. Yes. Um, I actually, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Comcast is the exact same way. That's how I pay a lower bill every six months. I call them and be like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to dish. <laughs> you won't get AMC. I'm all right with that. I'm going to dish. <laughs> well, uh, we see that you only have HBO. Would you like to have all the channels? Uh, I'm still leaving. Well, we'll throw in a higher megabyte internet. I'm still like, please, I'm such a me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about Uverse is like, um, their customer service is the greatest. Like, there's been times where I've called to order more shit and, and ended the phone call with a lower bill. Yes, sir. Like, I don't even know how that happens. Like, I was just like, yeah, man, I, I would like to order the HBO package, uh, for the next. And it's like, oh, I see here that you're only getting 200 level channels. Uh, would you like to get the 300 te- level channels and drop your bill $25? Like, huh? What? So more for, but that's less than. How are you making money on this? I know it's so. It's like uh, also when you order HBO, it'll just come included and it will include Cinemax and Showtime. It's like what? That's but you're supposed to pay for those and then y'all giving them free and uh, this uh, okay. It's like if you uh, I noticed that you already have your phone and your uh, and, and and your internet through us. Uh, you know, I, you're not really taking advantage of the package bundle right now. I'll just go ahead and put that discount on you. I'm like, God damn, thank you. Like, yeah, can I buy you a beer? Where you at, man? Like, you, <laughs> you want to go out and get some drink sometime? And figure out that you don't need fucking TV. 
Uh, like maybe that's it. I was off of Comcast. I downloaded all the shows I needed. You know what? You you make a good point. I think for a lot of people, and I think they've done studies and statistics. A lot of people are like living off of Netflix, living off of Hulu. You know, yeah. now you can literally watch ESPN through your Xbox Live, and right. other shows, all other networks are starting to, you know, HBO to go, HBO to go, little HBO Go, and all that other stuff is starting to come on like these other platforms. And I think they're realizing that hey, we gotta do something to keep our customers because some people are like, you know what? If I'm a sports fan, I don't feel like paying for everything, but I already pay Netflix, I mean Xbox. I can watch everything I need to on sports right here. Well, I'm some type of elitist then because oh oh I'm I don't not, watch I'm, anything on a small screen. Period. You, like if I can't like I don't watch Netflix on my iPhone, even though I got it. I don't watch uh, Netflix on my laptop. I don't stream. I don't like a lot of people will be like. Right, you behind on Bleach episodes. You know you can just download the anime on this thing and watch it on your... We watch it on the big TV. I'm like, that shit ain't on my big-ass TV in HD, so fuck you. TV costs too much. That's what I watch it on. So I'm going to make this shit pay for itself. <laughs> I know it's something to get every dollar out of it. Yeah, like you can be hardcore. I'm not. Well, if you want to go super geek... You can um if your if your Xbox is on the same network as your computer. Oh oh, I already do that. I already do that. That's how I watch my porn. Like, I watch my <laughs> I watch my porn on my Xbox. I do not watch porn on my laptop. Like that shit just it would make me feel like I live back at home with my parents if I was jacking <laughs> off jacking off with a laptop on my chest. Fuck that. So uh yeah man I I must be a snob. Um, thinking of speaking of snobs. I was watching, I've been, we've been watching, uh, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've, Karen's been watching the first season trying to catch up. And, uh, I'm already, I'm current. I'm at the newest one. Oh, I've never heard of this show. What's Young that? Justice? It's, yeah. it's oh a, my God. It's a great I've heard, I know the show. Name, but I don't know what it is. It's basically, uh, did you ever watch the Justice League cartoon? No. Okay. But, well, yeah. Okay, well, they, okay. We're, that universe then. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm, I understand where you're going. Right. That is basically just a version of them using the younger superheroes. So instead of like starring Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, it's starring like their sidekicks and their you know stuff like that. But the story is just very well told. Very is it's extremely well drawn. And it's an adult kind kind of thing it's not yes. always told from uh, like like a child's perspective very deep narrative yes, anyway it it's very good but um there was this one episode where uh and this is gonna sound complex and i can't believe this comes on at 8 30 in the morning but uh one of the original members of young justice name his name is speedy he was a sidekick to green arrow and at the very beginning of the show he was like Fuck y'all niggas. I'm going off on my own. I ain't no fucking sidekick. Anyway, fast forward a long period of time later, he wakes up and he's in a situation where he has to get revenge. And he wants to get revenge on Lex Luthor. Um, and I'm not spoiling anything. It's, I'm keeping it kind of general. And he confronts Lex Luthor and Lex Luthor presents him with an ultimatum and he has to make a choice about all this shit. And I realized something, man, um, and, and Abe, maybe as a cartoon person, you might know this, and I know Karen watches some. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor's superpower is making people have to make a choice. Yes, it is. Exactly. That's his only power. Like, he really doesn't have and any. And he prepared, too. He was like, oh, wait a minute, I, I got to pick this thing up when it was leaving. Then he was like, oh, I knew this day was going to come. I was like, yeah, damn. He, like, that's, that's all he does is, 
you know because think about how many superman cartoons have ended with superman like really mad about some shit flying up to lex luthor's office beating up the fuck out of some mechs or 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 that uh that lady that mercy that is his uh, bodyguard or whatever mm-hmm. and getting right up in lex luthor's face and then lex luthor hitting him with one of those smooth ass speeches like okay superman you can kill me or you can say you, that bus full of children outside right. my door. Right. <laughs> Decision's yours. Way to kill my joke. But yeah, you can uh, you can do all that shit. Like you you know, you can kill me or Lois Lane is about to get shot into space into an asteroid. <laughs> like it's just always like it's always some other shit that that you could be doing, you know, like oh you can kill me or you can pay that rent on time. Your rent is gonna be late. It is the fifth and it's, and the office is almost closed. <laughs> it's like fuck, I'll be back, Luthor. Or be like, you can kill me, or I can send this editorial me watching you change from Clark Kent to Superman to everybody. Right? Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you gonna kill me, Clark? Like, like he's just the like that's his only superpowers. Because really, you know, he should not be able to stand up to Superman. And if Mm -hmm. Superman wasn't a bitch, he could just kill this nigga and, (laughs) and, and save the world every time. Like, how many times this dude gotta cause trouble? You have all the heat vision and shit. Nobody ever blame you. Well, I think it's, um, to a larger extent, Lex Luthor explores all the fallacies in the DC universe. Because, like, these motherfuckers walking around um, with eggshell complexes, like, even though Superman, it can do all this and do all that, at the end of the day, he still got to have, like, a low-paying job salary and still, <laughs> uh, still have to pretend to be an ain't-shit person when he's a fucking god. Mm-hmm. Even though um, Batman is rich and um, he's a super villain, superpower, and everybody respects him, motherfucker ain't got no friends. Even though um, Wonder Woman has an invisible jet and the last of the truth, she still got to overcome the fact that she lives on an island with a bunch of lesbians. All this stuff is exploitable, and I think that's what um, Lex Luthor does. Yeah, I think, I think- he exploit- the obvious. I think Wolverine would have cut his arm off by now. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah, if his he was face to pieces. If he was fucking around with some real heroes, but he keep fucking yeah, like, with these dudes with these codes and shit, and it's like, I can't take a life. No matter how many people you endangered, Luthor, you're going to jail, and then Luthor beat the craze and shit and be back yeah. out free. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dog. He tried some shit like that with Wolverine. He's like, dog, I killed 15 people on the way up here. Did not give a fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, and I'm not going to kill you. That's actually your punishment. I'm cutting your arm off. Live with that. And I'll, know, be, right? I'll be back next year. Um, I think it's because, ah! the, like, the Marvel superheroes are broken in some way that, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i fighting oppression. I don't need to have a moral code. Right. Like, I'm a mutant you know? already. Um, all right. So, I was thinking about this uh, the other day. You guys are both black men, so maybe you guys can relate i don't know if this ever happens to other black dudes maybe this even happens to white dudes too but um i was in the store and i was shopping by myself i was uh coming coming home from the gym and i wanted to stop by the store and get some ingredients because i'm making seafood gumbo tonight mm-hmm. and um can't I, wait for it my first time ever even trying this thing so i was like you know let me let me uh get all the ingredients so i'm shopping and shit and because normally i would be with karen right mm-hmm but, so uh, I saw this chick. It was a white chick, obviously coming from some type of like, uh, like maybe the YMCA or some type of gym or something. And she had on those spandex tights, you know, which I'm a big fan of. Love 
the spandex tights, ladies. Mwah, magnifique. Yes. Like, I don't know. They who, make you feel sexy. Yeah, I don't know who convinced women that that shit was, like, not uh, a turn on or whatever to walk out in them things. But thank you, whoever it was, and let the women feel free. <laughs> and I appreciate all the men collectively uh, deciding not to harass women for wearing those things. Uh, because that makes them feel free and that's better for us. If we could just do that with bras, nobody is pro, nobody's pro bra. Not people with titties, not people that like to watch titties. Nobody wants to see bras. Mm-mm. And if we would just stop giving women yeah. the complex, maybe we could see some titties dangling, alright? Yes, you could, cause honey, I, I, to me, I burn mine, but I got the wham. Exactly. I don't know who decided that that's not professional, but, uh, uh, seeing some titties is very professional in my eyes. I will still respect you. Um, <laughs> so I saw this chick, man. It was a white chick, and she had a big old ass, the big old ass, right, in, in the tights. <laughs> and uh, walk, she was walking, right. And I was in the um, produce section, and um, I was just about, you know, just about to go to like the next section. And she saw, and she was walking like right in front of me, and I was like, oh my gosh, she got a big old ass, like just, you know, just a. Uh, quick glance or whatever and in that second when i tried to look at her ass she turned around and saw me looking and it was like an accusatory look not even like the cool like mm-hmm, you see this ass but like god damn it i knew black dudes gonna be looking at my ass because i got a big old ass and i'm wearing some tights and i was like oh and i felt bad not ashamed of myself bad but just bad because i didn't want her to feel like uh, you know, uh, I was, I was like, uh, some dude that was just going around looking at white women with big old asses or whatever. I wanted her to know that I was an upstanding gentleman. But at that time, like, I became self-aware as soon as she stared at me and realized that I'm like still half sweating from the gym and I'm wearing like some jogging pants that I've had since my freshman year in college that have holes <laughs> in the knees and everywhere. <laughs> like the pockets are hanging around the outside and shit now. Um, like it's all ripped and, um, uh, you know, I'm sitting there with the light perspiration, like staring at this woman's ass, you know, right as she looks at me. Um, and I can see a little bit of panic on her face. Like, what, what is this big black dude looking at me? Is he following me? It's like, bitch, I'm, I'm in this section already. You walked in front of me. <laughs> like, I'm not following you or nothing, but you know, I, I, like, and she started speeding up, walking up faster. And at, at this point I'm like, what the fuck? Like. Am I, should I slow down? Should I turn the other way and be like, oh, I'm not even looking? And should I speed up? So it's like, even like, oh, no, no. See, I'm definitely a not good person. You, yeah. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to shop. I just has, let me go past you even. So you know that it's not about you at this moment. Um, so I immediately felt bad and that, that, that I've made her shopping experience, you know, uh, even a little bit uncomfortable, man. I wanted to chase her down. And prove to her that I wasn't some sort of like sexual predator or some shit. <laughs> like I want to be like, look, look at my groceries. What sort of sexual predator buys vegetables? These are fresh. <laughs> I got the you local. You know predators do can because they don't have time for fresh. Right. These are the local farmer's market brand at the Harris Teeter. I spent good money on this, ma'am. I'll have you know. This is before you even got to my section. But I didn't say anything. I just was like, oh, man. <laughs> it's it's hard to find that 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 balance between like you know, because it depends on like how far away was she when she turned and and saw you looking. I how say a good she? six feet. You see, know, see that? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's kind of it's 
yeah, it's too it's too close right. to where like you can't you can't turn away and you can't make it seem like you weren't looking. Exactly, like, right? Yeah, it was, it was to, like, the follow, right. Like now you just seem seem even more like a creep. Like it's no way to seem like a gentleman. <laughs> it was the perfect. It was the perfect distance. It's like it's like that distance where you get where someone's following you, and it's the distance between like. Do I hold the door open or do I not? Like, yeah. if I'm holding the door open, am I making this person run when they wanted to leisurely walk into work or whatever? Like, it was that distance where I just, it was only awkward because it was like, if I make a sudden move, like, let me move, let me get away from you, then it looks like, oh, he was definitely following me, looking at my ass, and then he saw me and then ran off. Like a True. fucking like a fucking sexual predator, and then it's like if that she, you are, sir. And then like if she if she if it was the di- same distance where if she keeps walking and I keep walking at the same di- at the same rate, then it's like why the fuck are you constantly six feet behind me? Yeah, you know. So it's like I didn't get squashed that day because I was like oh, I got to get away from her and just let her go about her business. And then like when I saw her in the line to check out. I went to a different line on purpose. Like I don't blame like, you. Like I won't be behind you, ma'am. I understand. I did want to see that ass again, but I would like for you to feel comfortable in your shopping. <laughs> uh, now, 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 before I before I give you my explanation, I got a couple of questions. Did mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable the fact that she was running from you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she definitely sped up, and I was like, "Oh God, what? Oh no, I'm a piece of shit." You know, that's how I felt. <laughs> okay. Did you um? Did you want? Was she? Did it seem like she was always around you? And you were trying to apologize to her? No, it was. Well, it was quick. Like just bam, bam. Like she saw me, and then I saw. Like she saw me looking at her ass for sure. Like she turned uh-huh. around, and I guarantee my eyes are still locked on the ass. And then it scrolled up, and her face was like looking at me. And I was like, "Fuck!" And then, uh, oh, okay. and then I just like looked away, like looked at my phone or some shit. Like, "Oh, let's see what Twitter's going on." And then um, she then like I looked back up to see if she was still looking at me, and she kind of still was, but it was like this uncomfortable look, like turn around, look, walk two steps, turn around, look. And I was like, fuck, man. So, you know, she starts beating up. And then I was like, all right, let me just slow down and let this person get a long ways away. And just I'll, I'm going to pretend to look at grapefruit for a couple of minutes, whatever I need to do to let this woman away. Well, I think you should have just embraced the pervert. And then that way it would alleviate the issue you had in the store. You know what? You know what, Abe? I wouldn't, and this is fucked up, but I wouldn't have felt bad about it if I was in my work clothes. Yeah. Like if I was business yeah. cat, if I was business casual, I'd be like, "Yes, I'm looking at your ass. It's a nice ass. Now get the fuck out of here. You shouldn't have wore those tights. If you ain't want me to look at your ass, it's a nice ass. I'm not pervert. I'm not gonna say a word to you. I'm not, you know, I'm not stalking you I just around the store. your body, woman. I admire your ass. Now move on. Like I actually don't want to talk to you. I would like to not have a conversation. But since I'm a mean person trapped in a nice body, that would be my opportunity to fuck with her the whole time she's in the store. Oh, like every man. time she would have made, I would have been there staring at that ass. <laughs> she would have got comfortable with it that day. <laughs> and when she turned around, I would have lit my lip, gave her a little grunt. Oh, that's horrible, man. And see, and see, that, and see, that's how people like you get maced in aisle number seven at the Harris Teeter. Cause she's gonna be like, nigga, this is the fifth time. <laughs> I would be, but I would be at a distance away that she know I'm looking at her, but if she became the aggressor, it'd be like some race shit. 
I will be able to use my spade card and drop it down. I'll be playing tunk. I wonder if white women, when dudes are staring at their ass as a black dude, if they start going to aisles that black men don't ever go in and shit. Like, just... <laughs> It's like, you know what? I'm going to go over by these healthy-ass vegetables and uh, mm, let me check out the cheese aisles. We got multiple cheeses. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what are you doing over here looking at these cheeses? You ain't looking at no cheeses. Looking at my ass. Um, well, I've dealt with that at school. Like, um, I see an attractive white woman. Because just to, just to be in your frame of example, and, like, I would feel bad the whole day because I'm not a pervert. Right. But she thinks I am. But then, like, one day I had an epiphany. Well, you can't change nobody's mind. This is your opportunity to live, to live those pervert dreams. So I probably all <laughs> <of my> <laughs> <laughs> and she looked up there. Oh. Yeah, maybe she'll like it. That's a good point. Like, yeah. You know, the other thing, too, though, um, I would have felt bad if it was a black woman, too. Like, I even feel sometimes worse if it's black women because... Um, I remember, and this is so random, but I remember there was a forum, uh, post back on my forum message board days. And this lady was like, you know, I hate that when black women wear tights and stuff to the gym, everybody thinks you're a hoe and they look down on you and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't think that. I think, I think you came to the gym to work out. Yeah, good for you for working out. The same thing I think with everybody wearing exercise clothes. Like, oh, so good for you for working out. But, you know, I didn't realize that was a thing. So now I don't know if it's cool to stare at them or not. And then now that I'm like more socially aware and I know that a lot of black women are like oh people try to act like we not attractive and all this stuff it's like well should i be staring so you can at least know like "Mm -hmm, i checked that out that was looking good or should i be not staring because i want you to know that i respect you as a human being damn this penis of mine why does it curse me at every turn embrace it right you go up there you say some pervert shit in the oh no 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 i'm not i'm not saying shit to any of these ladies no. You go up there and it's like, ma'am, could you please not exercise in front of me? Because them shorts are a distraction. Yeah, like, I think it's, you know, there's like a uh, level of creepiness to staring that I think it becomes uncomfortable and there's no way to deny it. Yeah, because, and, and like, I- will you just stare at a woman and, like, make eye contact and then continue to stare at her ass or something like that? Yes. There is a level where it's just like, Okay, that someone called the police. Yes, and, and now it's a, <laughs> it, now it's the difference between a quick a quick glance because you know I know that I'm a human, right. and that nigga that walks around halfway around you in a circle, staring at you like you a piece of meat. He gonna put hot sauce on you, eat you up. Now that's the nigga to get maced. Yeah. Oh, I like I had this thing that um I think every guy that's not you know that is somewhat um respectful of women. But still is attracted to him. I yeah. think. And I'll run this since we have two guys here. I'll, I'll see if they think it's true. And I, I wonder if women already know this or they are completely oblivious. I don't know. But um, I, <laughs> I, it, I had this thing where uh, it, I, it's like running a uh, wide receiver um, pattern in like Madden. You know, on Madden, how you can like dictate which way the wide receiver goes on certain routes. So mm-hmm. I call it a hot route, right? <laughs> So, like, you can go, okay, uh, I need you to run an out. And an out, for people that don't know anything about football, is, like, say you go straight and then you make a 90-degree angle towards one direction, left or right, right? Okay. Um, so, if there's a chick that got a real nice ass and I don't want to be a piece of shit and just totally stop and stare at her ass, then I run an out route. And that's where you walk past the ass 
and then you make a 90 degree turn like something else is over there like oh i need to go to this aisle now and then <laughs> and then you you look back like a wide receiver looks back at a quarterback to catch a pass but you're looking at the ass you look that's that's your quarterback that's my quarterback and you're looking at that ass <laughs> like you had an ass quarterback yeah and I'm, I'm pretty good with it i mean i can run some pretty complex routes you know the, i mean of course the hardest one is the hook route because that one is like almost like just stopping and turning and looking at somebody's ass but um uh, yeah you know I, i've all kinds of routes that uh to get a look so uh and i was gonna ask fellas have y'all ever done that do y'all practice this or am i this is just some crazy shit that i thought up uh well, I, I do i do i do that sometimes like you said like you had the the hook route i kind of work around like a deep curl route mm-hmm. you know especially if she's at the end of the aisle you know, and, yeah. you know, I, I go, I just go in that aisle, go all the way to the other end and then turn around. Right. So like, oh, I, curl. like, oh, I forgot my Cheerios. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you turn around. It's like ass, ass, ass. And now she's gone. Like, bam. Uh, what about you, Abe? You ever run any hot routes? Hey, man, I look at my peripherals because sometimes you're not looking at the ass because you've already established the ass is nice, but you want to know if the face matches the ass, and that's the most difficult route. Mm, okay. Because you have to get face-to-face with them and stare at them long enough to evaluate if you're going to make the play or right. not. Right. I go with a slant. And to see, the thing is, if you have a girlfriend that is, does not like that, that's jealous of you looking at other people, other women, then that's like the defender. That's like the DB. So you have to you, you got to get your foot, you got to get your uh foot, you got defense in here too yeah you got to get your footwork right you know you gotta you don't want to get have any tails you don't want to you, you don't want to get a flag on the play right maybe she's holding your hand or handcuffing you or something like that uh you know you want to take that five yards get create your separation uh turn around get a look at that ass make the completion and then get out of there you know don't get tackled that's the whole goal. Um, yeah. you know, you go to a, you go to a IKEA on a on a on a weekend. Uh, man, you fuck around and have about 140 yards up in there, dog. Eight <laughs> catches. The worst one is like if your friend brings a girl and he's been talking about how nice his girlfriend's ass is, but you got to look right that he don't see. Right, because now he's running the um, he you know he's shadowing you. You know right. what I mean? He's not, now he's that's like that linebacker that's shadowing you and he handcuffing his chick, trying to get between you and the ass. And this, those are the hardest defenders, man. Some of those dudes are like Ray Lewis, like, yeah. he's, he's, like he know his girl got a big ass and he know dudes gonna be looking. So the whole time he just shadowing you, trying to stay between you and the quarterback. Running well, that, in that, in that, where the uh, like, if we're from playing men, yeah, in that where like the option routes come in to where you got like three different routes. Right. Oh, yeah. Just pick one. Yeah. Anytime you see you have a spy, you know, specifically dedicated to you and the defense, uh, (laughs) you know, that's where your veteran savvy comes in, man. That's where you got to learn, you know, to be patient, play the angles. You know, uh, what I like to do is try to get him, you know, get him in a situation where he's defending three or four wide receivers because everybody wants to see that ass right so i like to wait till like two other dudes are making their routes and then i find the open i find the open lane and i settle in the zone dog i settle right in the zone give me a good look get the completion and then i get out of there before i get tackled man that's how you gotta do it that's when it's important to have your team i mean somebody's gonna have to run it's gonna have to be two plays one right. plays the misdirection play, so all three of the other guys can look at that ass, mm-hmm. and then y'all run misdirection for the guy who did the misdirection. Yeah, you gotta do play action sometimes, man. 
play play action on that ass. Um, all right, man. Uh, another thing, man. Speaking of pornography, um, I was uh trying to watch this porn the other day. It was Sanford and Son. Apparent they have a apparently there's a pair a pa- yeah yeah exactly. There's a parody of Sanford and Son. Now, for the record, I did not know this was a parody of Sanford and Son because. <laughs> Like, whoever titled the download of this shit was just, like, it was just, like, XXSP or some shit. Like, it didn't say anything on Seven to Sun. Oh, Lord. So, like, um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing this scene, and it, it, first of all, it starts off with talking and not fucking, so I'm like, hmm, what is this? Black people not That's fucking? Over. Like, almost no black porn got plot, so... That's, you know, not to be racist, but come on. Y'all know I'm telling oh, the truth. Oh, no. What do we need a plot for? Black people mainly do gonzo porn. We normally do not have people talking and shit and hot costumes and wigs. So, you know, it shows up and it's like people walking into a junk uh, store or some shit, a uh, junkyard, and like people are and like uh, the same porn actors that are like, you know, 24-year-old dudes are wearing like gray wigs and 70s show, uh, clothes and tight jackets and shit. I was like, what is this shit? And, um, you know, <laughs> because, you know, you got your dick in your hand, you don't have time to fuck around. It's like, what is, what is all this? I don't need all this. So I'm like, fast forwarding and shit. And, you know, cause I, I still didn't realize what was going on. So I fast forward when, and they're still talking. I fast forward again. And now they're not talking necessarily about the fuck, right? And I'm like, why is this dude fucking wearing a gray afro wig? A gray Afro wig, and I, you know, I turn the sound up, man, because you know I'm, you know, I'm grown now, and I can turn the sound up where I live, because I don't, I don't live with my parents. Anymore. I know it's so. So like, uh, I turned the sound up, man, and the lady was like, "Fuck me, Grady, fuck me, Grady." Oh my! <laughs> I was like, "What? What the fuck is going on?" And, and, and like, he was doing Grady's laugh and shit. <laughs> I was like, this nigga doing an impersonation, and um, like, I, it was too funny to jack off to. Like, it was legitimately I, funny. I probably would laugh too. Like, he was well, like, yeah, girl, I'm getting this pussy. You gonna take this dick? <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> I was like, man, stop, man, stop. I had to stop the porn and delete that shit off my hard drive because uh, it was too good, man. I these black people getting out of control, man. I seen like a Cosby show one. Like it wasn't uh, they? They gonna do family yeah, matters. Good times, there, yeah. There are so Echo. many. The worst one is the roots. There's a roots one. The roots. Yeah. Yes, there is a roots. Yeah. There's like, a slavery porn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they trying to make roots funny. Now, if they if they really was true about it, they'll make it as depressing as the regular roots, and then yeah. just. <laughs> What? Ah, fucking. Yes, everybody get beat and whipped and no, y'all so free, then everybody can fuck. I don't understand this. <laughs> it was so dumb, man. I don't they have there, gotten off the rails, dude. There are so there many of those, man. Like there's a I saw one there's one the other day, um there's one of there I've seen one with they parody movies too. And there's one of like Trading Day, there's one for Scarface. There's one wow. for uh, uh, Psycho. Oh wait, I like, saw Training Day. Psycho. Is Training Day uh, the one with um, what is her last name? Banks. Something Banks was in it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. She was playing well, like Alonzo. Yeah, I was like, why is she playing Alonzo? <laughs> this don't even make sense anymore. Y'all don't even care about the source material. What is this? Too much artistic license in this porn. Well, back to the Kuka one. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the like, roots. After he finished beating Toby, did he have to go have sex or? Well, I like you know that's the thing is since they were trying to make it funny, they're skirting away from the actual real social issues. So it's not oh. like it's not like Master speak, sneaking in the barn and being like beating the shit out of some woman with a whip and then raping her. It's like no, that actually happened. So you can't <laughs> make, you can't reenact when that one. Like, that shit got to be funny. Like that wouldn't even be funny. That just you just turn it off. Like goddamn, it's too real. Got too real. But instead, think- it's just like uh, now listen. uh Bessie May, you stay away from them niggers while I go out uh, to town. Be back in seven hours. And yes, then, Papa. Right, and then Bessie May and her sister go in the barn and fuck, uh, I don't know, Byron Long or some shit. While, like, he, while he's chained. <laughs> yeah, not even chained. They just immediately unchained this nigga. He's getting oh, yeah. You know. So they just Cuban beat that whole racism like they did in uh, Abraham Lincoln, the vampire hunter. Yeah, basically, man. Like, it's the only thing that might make sense is like, uh, it would make sense why Chicken George wanted to stay. If, uh, <laughs> if they was fucking, then that, that completes the, it's like, oh, okay, that, they should have put that in. What roots. I don't like is when they do like cartoons and it be my yeah, child. Those are, those are disturbing. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's one for Family Guy, there's one for Flintstones. Like cartoon porn? Yes. 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 Wait, they they aren't just see I always thought those things were just but Oh it's live action. They want for being ten. It's what? Uh huh. Karen, you lying. I'm not lying. No. No, whether even even the children in it are having sex. Yes. Mm hmm. I did one for fosters. Um that Foster show with the Foster's band. Home for Imaginary Friends. Yep. Yeah, and that oh, oh. blue thing was having sex with the uh, with the girl, and he spouted like a second dick or something. Oh. Yeah, I even seen one for SpongeBob SquarePants. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was was the SpongeBob SquarePants one at least gay? Did pa- <laughs> did, did Patrick and uh, SpongeBob finally fuck? No, everybody was fucking Sandy the squirrel. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! I see. I don't get that, man. Like I, I creeped out when I watched the Cosby porn parody, and they got to the scene where dude was gonna fuck Rudy. I was like, turning this off, <laughs> turning this off. Can't make. Nope. Not going. As fine as Keisha Knight Pullum is in real life, I'm not trying to see no chick imitate an eight year old get get some dick. No. Sorry, that's my but line. Like I saw that one, and like the guy who plays. Bill Cosby plays Cliff Huxtable. He's a very good impersonator. He was good. What a waste! (laughs) What a waste of talent. That's what got me. This is this is all the work he can do now. He can't go to Vegas and just like walk down the street and pretend to be Bill Cosby. People fall for that, but no, he had to be in this porn. He had he had to do that. That's that's what got me. That's what got me is that he (laughs) delivered. A seminal performance, like even in the trailer, like for y'all that like are like, oh, I don't want to see the whole thing, and I'm not watching porn. Go to YouTube. There's a trailer for the comedy, like the Cosby cut porn. Oh, um, it's a trailer. Yes, and wow. in the tra- in the trailer, that dude is doing such a good Bill Cosby, and they do the dance, and they had the music and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm gonna see if I can YouTube that shit, but man, I was like, wow. They they really went all out, man. It was sad that uh, you know, they had to take it a step too far. Oh, I just want to say the uh, someone in the chat room said it. No, the guy who plays Bill Cosby in the porn, he does not uh, have sex with anybody in the movie. Oh, yeah, okay. he yeah. is a non-sex actor. So yeah. who's having sex with the mama? 
Alright, so he had it like in some like weird flashback kind of thing. I can't remember. I, I can't believe I remember that whole movie, but uh, yeah, it, they had like with Claire like some kind of like flashback with a college roommate or some weird thing like that. Well, I I actually have um the video the the, the trailer for it now. Yeah, he gonna play um, it. I can play it for everybody. Just let me get my sound set up uh, correct here. For some reason, it wasn't giving me sound. Uh, let me see. Alright, here we go. Aww. His name is Thomas Ward. This nigga looks just like Bill Cosby, man. He does. He I'll, got that I'll, ugly I'll ass sweater. I'll, I'll put the link in the chat, even though vocals links are messed up, but. Yeah. Like he rocking the coogee and uh <laughs> lady got sweaters and all that man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Let me uh see if I can skip forward to some of the acting. Good grief. Yes. They come from the store. Denise is going through love sickness. Love sickness. Is that what you call it? God damn, this nigga sound like Bill Cosby. Exactly like him. God damn, hold up. Malik, wow, you look really handsome tonight. I'm through with men. Back in my day, boys could never spend more than two minutes at a slumber party before being hit by Cadillacs. Hi, cockroach. Wow, you look really pretty tonight. Thanks. You look um pretty too. Come on, Vanessa. The problem isn't making it through the relationship the problem is the boyfriend trying to make it through if you know <laughs> what I mean oh stop it this nigga need an Oscar he sound just like him oh. that combined with his awesome performance combined with the fact that they tried to fuck Rudy I can see why you stopped watching it I had to man it was too real it got too real I was like, oh, this nigga is really about to fuck Rudy. No, I'll never be able to watch. I will never watch the Cosby show again, dude. Like, I had to, man. It's the only way I can watch replays is not finishing this porno, man. That was the one scene that took it too far. Not to mention I was watching it like a movie. Like, I wasn't even watching the shit. Like, like I wasn't jacking off or nothing. I was just like, this is interesting as fuck. This man is delivering a tour de force. As uh, Bill Cosby, he's, if they do the Bill Cosby uh, story, this nigga should get be up for the role, but now he can't be because he was uh, in porn. Yeah, well, I, he, I mean, he didn't I even do anything in the porn. He just like impersonated Bill Cosby the whole time. Didn't even but get no, no pussy. Didn't even do that. Damn, Damn. Didn't be in the Bill Cosby movie. Well, with the good times, <laughs> one I actually watched that all the way. Oh, yeah, I couldn't finish the the Rudy scene, man. I tried, yo. I tried, dog. The messed up thing about it was since Booker Bookman is supposed to be fat and all porn stars tend to be in shape, he had a fat suit on while he was fucking Thelma. Yeah. Oh, you talking about the good time one? Yeah, I did watch the good time one. Yeah, I watched the good time one. Yeah, I, good time. I see now. But I came front. As soon as Bookman fucked Thelma, I was like, I'm out. There's no way that would happen. <laughs> Thelma would never give Bookman the pussy. Come on, Period. she too fine for that. I don't yeah. care how far behind she was on rent or how much <laughs> how much help she needed no. with that boiler. How did you know that 
know the plot. That's exactly what the plot is. Because I watched it and changed it. I'm telling you, I tried to watch it. I got to that scene, and I was like, no, this is bullshit. She wouldn't fuck Bookman. Nobody's going to fuck Bookman. Oh, I got to play some more of this Bill Cosby, man. I'm sorry, man, but this is good. Hold up. We almost well, finished. Theo, how was your night? I didn't do anything. You mean to tell me that this is the exact same dorm room you lived in your freshman year? Boy, if these walls could talk. I'm sure they scream. I have to be there when the baby is delivered, or else it flops into the door. Wow, Dad, you were such a rebel. This nigga even look like Bill Cosby. He does. Oh, this shit gonna be the cover for the show. Damn, this nigga look like Bill Cosby. The sad thing about it now is when we finally do Bill Cosby's biography, we gotta settle with Jamie Foxx or some shit instead of this person who's delivering this awesome performance. Yeah, that's sad, man. I, this is, far, far as I'm concerned, this is the real Bill Cosby impersonator in my mind. <laughs> I don't care who, I don't care if Will Smith gets the role, Denzel, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, this man, whatever his name was, there'll never be another one of you, man. This buzz for you. Kill that shit. Um, alright, and last thing about porn. Look, there was Bud on. on it too, did he bust a nut too? Bud was who fucked Rudy. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, no, Peter fucked Rudy. Peter fucked Rudy. I forgot. Um, Alright, so um, last thing, speaking of porn, this is my last thought. Um, so I've been watching a lot of, uh, uh, people might call it opai. It's a Japanese porn for a Japanese women with huge ass titties. Um, that's my thing lately. Uh, shout out to Hitomi Tanaka. Uh, that is uh, my favorite of the opai actresses. Um, Google it uh, at, your, at your leisure, people. Um, there are plenty of videos out there. Uh, probably my favorite porn actress that I have never actually seen her vagina. Um, because it's always blurred out. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but the only thing with, with all this Japanese porn that I've been watching is that, um, Japanese foreplay is way too long. Like, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, I man. I think it is. But it'll be like a 60 minute video of fucking one chick and then like 48 minutes are not fucking. <laughs> like for, like you do all this shit for four minutes of sex. Well, you know, before a dick is touched, it is like time to go to sleep. And like, yeah. I don't, you know, your four play might be, it's like eight players or 16 players or some shit. <laughs> and it might be too long when it's like including shit like, Going to her eight hour shift at work and filming that, like, uh, her, her commute to work and back. It's, at some point, that shit felt like I was watching a documentary. <laughs> like, come on, man. Get to fucking Japanese people. What is the problem? Well, they have to charge up their chakras and they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, are they in their spirit energy before they actually come. You know, it's a process. Yeah, maybe that's what, uh, maybe, uh, the same people that made Dragon Ball Z make Japanese porn. Yeah, and, and, and for me, a lot of the uh, Japanese porn, it sounds like, I mean, I know it's enjoyable, and it looks like they're having a good time, but it sounds like they're crying. Yeah, I don't, what is it and about? I, I can't get past, I was like, this don't, this don't sound like you enjoying this, ma'am. What is it about Japanese dudes that make them want to feel like their dick makes women cry? 
And it, yeah, I mean, they really sound. I was like, your face says yay, but your voice says no. Like I don't like. I don't think I like any porn where it is uh the dude's dick has superpowers and <laughs> and that's the whole purpose of the porn like i don't like the white porn where the whole point of it's like endurance porn like i'm gonna fuck her till her hips break it's like you know no, that's, no. you know that she i'm like damn so she is not a workout bike you are not riding the the, the treadmill what's 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 going yeah. on here like i, I mean and, and obviously to each their own fuck who you want to fuck and love who you want to love um and do it look painful but like my thing is not like kill her with my dick that's never been my thing (laughs) yes that's like that dick is a sore apple cut her pussy it's like kill me with your dick it's like you know what ma'am you might have some issues i can't do yeah i'm 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 good i'm 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 tapping out i'm I'm tapping out it's like they they fuck around say some real shit during this porn by make me die it's like what 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 i don't want to be involved in this but yeah the the entire japanese porn genre is pretty much like convincing women to fuck yeah like yeah. that's all that shit. it's like i'm going shopping and then some dude just shows up behind her in the grocery store and he's like i am looking at your ass and starts turning into abe saying all kinds of creepy <laughs> shit and, yes. and, and but by the end of the time it always works out she's like you know what i didn't think i i didn't think i wanted any dick 20 minutes ago but you know but what I, I, I do now after 45 minutes of foreplay I would like some dick, sir. Thank you. And, and you know what? And sometimes I have to be careful when I'm watching some of their porn because I don't know if it's a culture thing or not. They're like a lot of rape and a lot of uh, uh, kids, kid sex. Kid sex? Not, Whoa, what are you watching? Not not kid sex, but, you know, they, they like the little girls and like the uniform. Oh, school and, girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can't even blame. I see a lot of that. Like, I, I can't watch it. But yeah. it's a lot of stuff like, um, and I saw this, uh, it Reminds me of another video too, but a lot of stuff. It's like an uh, Asian girl on a bus. Oh wait, then, like, those that's that's my starts. shit. <laughs> hold up now, hold up, y'all y'all getting into y'all treading on some. Uh, it's, on, it's, not, on some it's not. It's not for me. It's not. Yeah, for me. that's but, my shit. Yeah, you see the girl on the bus, and then you know, so dude just starts like tugging at the dress, and then it's like just very calmly and almost politely, you know, just uh. That just starts fingering them and shit. Yeah, and forty five people yeah. are watching, but they, but, <laughs> but they're not. It's like, but they're not looking. It's like forty five people are in the bus, but nobody's seeing this. No, they, I think they pay everybody to turn around. Hey, <laughs> nobody's called the cop because he's screaming for dear murder. Right, and and by the, <laughs> and the thing is, by the end, everybody's happy that they fucked. Like, exactly. like I don't know how they work it out, but it's like every it's is I guess a dangerous territory. But like halfway through, it's like you know what? I would like some dick. Thank you for offering. <laughs> I, I I am parched. I don't even know what I was thinking about. You know, so yeah, I don't know. That shit hot to me, man. I don't All know. right, well I got a story of one where it didn't work out at the end. Oh no, where, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, it was this nerdy dude. I guess he was coming from class and like he kind of glanced at this woman's titties and she noticed him. So she pulled him over to like the back cart where there's nobody. Right. And they played like some kind of sexual game with like who's going to get up or who's going to uh, have the seats. Well, mm-hmm. lo and behold, it ends up into them having sex. Right. And then at the end, she says, well, uh, I got one more game. If you lose, then I scream. <laughs> and I'll say it's rape. Whoa. So, uh, yes. Hi, so, wait, can you speak Japanese or was this subtitled or what? Um, 
No, it was subtitled. It oh, was okay. a so, um, like after he's done a fifth sign for the guy, because he kind of rolled up into a situation that seemed favorable, but he had the luck of the dice and lost, and now he's in prison. And then, like, um, she got off the train, and some other girls was like, yeah, there was a pervert on the train. He went to jail, and she smiled. See, man, now, when I watch shit like that, it's like, whose fantasy is that? I have no <laughs> idea. Like, that, like I watch porn sometimes, and my first thought is like, it's not even turning me on. It's just like, mm-hmm. whose fantasy is it to get sent to prison for some pussy, man? Like, I, Say I that watch, again. Because, you know, Japanese train porn is one of my favorite genres. So I watched uh, one like that where the same thing, nerdy dude, chick sees him looking, goes over and starts fucking him. He's trying to read the newspaper. <laughs> like, 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 cause you know how it is in real life where sometimes you just really need to read that newspaper instead of getting some pussy. You know how it is, fellas. Well, you um, know the president of the base <coughs> is going on. You gotta see who won. Yeah, it was the sports section. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he ends up, um, getting some pussy, right? And, you know, normally in these train porns, it's like other people are in the train car, but they just not paying attention. But, like, these two dudes noticed them fucking and just walked over and got their dick sucked. And I felt bad for the dude that was the nerd that didn't really want pussy in the first place. Because it's like, now he is, like, in a male, 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 female uh, orgy. Ah, more females he, than males. That he did not sign up for. He did not consent to that. Like, that is, you know, it turned from a fantasy to a nightmare. It's like, where are these random dicks coming from? <laughs> that was not originally him. I thought it was my birthday. Like, just... <laughs> Niggas is like putting quarters on the shelf, like like the arcade. Like I got next, man. Like, <laughs> I got I got next on the pussy. I was not a fan. And then they didn't wait their turn either. It's like move over. I'm gonna get some head. And let me put my balls in your face. It's like move, man. <laughs> this was my thing. You didn't set this up. You didn't put in on this. Anyway. Yeah. All right, man. We got articles. Uh, some are guest race, Some are not. Hey. <clears throat> Hey, baby, be- yeah. before we move on, can we talk about our trip to UPS? Or you don't want to talk about that. Um, can we talk about it Thursday? We can do it fun? Thursday, yeah. I don't really have much to say other than they fucked up. No problem. Foreshadowing. Talk to you guys Thursday about that. <laughs> um, all right, so there was this article I saw on Twitter. Uh, apparently, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins wrote uh, some mean stuff about Torre. Oh, and uh, everybody was tweeting about it. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was sharing it, and a lot of people were really uh, happy to see somebody go in on Torre. Um, the title of the article was "Meet Torre, the Kim Kardashian of Social Commentary." Wow. Um, yeah, so starts off at a high point. Um, it says, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins writes, oddly enough, I woke up this morning wondering about the enigma who calls himself Torre. No last name, just Torre. I normally wouldn't be spending my time writing solely about another person, but out of respect for serious political analysts that white television networks tend to ignore, I had to discuss this issue out loud. Um, and then he basically goes on to kind of, you know, g- go at his credentials, you know, how Torre did not graduate from college. Um, dropped out of Emory University, uh, didn't fail to mention, like, he went to go write for Rolling Stone. Like, all of us wouldn't have dropped out for that opportunity. But whatever. I know it's so. <laughs> you know, whatever, right? Yeah, you hit me up talking about right for Rolling Stone. I'm like, you know what? Mm, that's the Greek and wait. Yeah, and then he goes into the article, a lot of name calling, um, and, you know, points out some of the, some, some kind of, you know, some of the criticism I think is valid, but some of it is like, you know, where it's just so far over the line where you just can't even agree with it, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, 
like i don't like honestly i don't think checking his degree as like whether he can can or cannot comment on politics i I don't think that matters no like if you follow something and you're up on it and you're good at you know your job that's right i don't think it really matters if Mm -mm. you got a degree in whatever area of expertise people feel like i mean there might be people that are smarter than you and no even know more than you but maybe they can't communicate it on tv well enough that it'll make somebody watch that's right um so i you know i I thought that was kind of shady um but more importantly man i saw so many people co-signing this and i remember when dr boyce watkins wrote a really slanderous piece on melissa harris perry talking about how she was light-skinned and you know actually academica academia checking her too uh, her credentials and saying how uh you know she fell out with cornell west so obviously you know you know uh, she you know she was some type of uh msnbc plant you know they needed a black woman and no, she was a lot of people don't like cornell west yeah or just well he doesn't like a lot of people it wasn't her not liking him it was okay. kind of the opposite of way she just kind of said hey cornell is going in on the president and i don't agree with that and it turned into, well, where you get your degree from? You just getting promoted because you a woman and all this shit. So, um, you know, apparently, uh, Torre and Dr. Boyce Watkins were on, on TV, on CNN together debating Tyler Perry films and they disagreed, uh, because, you know, Torre went in on Tyler Perry and said that he makes cinematic malt liquor for the masses. <laughs> And uh not that I agree with that either, you know. That's but, just funny. Yeah, while it's funny or whatever, and it's a it's a good which is actually why he's on TV, by the way. Yeah. He summed it that's up true. Summed it up in a salacious uh remark. That's right. Uh, but Roland uh I mean but um t- but uh Boyce Watkins just goes in on the dude um for you know, for, like c- kinda too hard, but also just not really uh keeping it factual yeah you know and i and he brought up things i i agree with him on like apparently um Torre told roland martin he was not gonna be was not able to have kids like like he picked on roland martin for not being able to have kids or something like that wow uh, allegedly by the way because they didn't link to none of the tweets or any okay. of the evidence but this is what boyce Watkins says um and that he made a comment that Mitt romney was trying to niggerize president obama um and which he apologized for but i really think he apologized for using the word nigger on tv not actually i don't think the sen- it, yeah, yeah i don't think the sentiment of what he's saying is wrong at all i think uh he has tried to say oh he's a welfare president well food step president mm-hmm. uh trying to allude to oh he's giving black people all this shit and that's why they voting for him and if you white you need to stop this because it's the only way to get these black people to get the get a job um <laughs> But anyway, man, I just wanted to say, man, I find it funny that people will co-sign this dude because he's talking about Teray, and they already don't like him. And who is the dude that wrote the article? I've never Dr. Boyce Watkins. We read it on the show. We covered it when he talked about Melissa Harris Perry. Okay. Um, like, and he was basically just checking her on some, she light-skinned. No, no, who, she, who is he, the dude that's writing the Dr. articles? Dr. Boyce Watkins? Yes. Um, he's a professor at Syracuse University, founder of YourBlackWorld.net. He also stars as, uh, in the Jenks Morton film Hoodwinked, the film that Karen recorded. Yes. With Steve Perry, Mark Lamont Hill, Jawanza Kunjufu, uh, 
So yeah, there you go, Karen. That's Thank you. Uh, you know, you watched him in a movie, you only know who he is. Mm-hmm. So. He was a cartoon character in Hood Winked. <laughs> How's I supposed to know? All right, another thing going around the net. Um, apparently, um, the uh, there's a bridesmaid that sent an e- a email out to the rest of the bride. Uh, oh, not a bridesmaid. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a bride who sent out an email to, uh, the, her, her like wedding party and it's getting passed around. <clears throat> I'll just read it because you know how much we love weddings, Karen. A lot. <laughs> you all have a big role in this wedding. So before we continue, I'm going to be setting some ground rules and it's very important you read and think about everything through before you accept this honor to be a bridesmaid. If you guys email anything, I would also like to put, I guess, let's just say Lisa for now. Lisa in the CC. Not all the bridesmaids need to be CC'd unless it's coming from me or Lisa. If it's something everyone needs to needs to see, then we'll do it. We set the date August 31st, 2013. If that's a problem, we need to know now. Right? Don't y'all love that? It's, it's currently, uh, you know, about... 12, uh, 10 months away from now but she need to know now um anyway if that's a problem we need to know now also by the end of the week we will be setting dates for the engagement party bridal shower and bachelorette party um our wedding wow. party our wedding party is really the most important people at the wedding besides myself and jake so we want every single one of our bridesmaids and grooms at our parties i have 10 not eight where two people couldn't make it. So if you already know you can't make one of the parties, then we have to find someone else, not to be harsh in the slightest. It would sadden me. And of course, you'll still be invited to our wedding, engagement, etc. So if they're, they've scheduled all these parties and events, if you can't attend one of them, any one of them, you are out of the bridesmaid party. <laughs> <laughs> Way to regulate on them bitches, I guess. Uh, well, well I, I have a question. Uh-huh. Um, did do they? Did she pay them for this? Is this something? Well, are they on the clock? You know, because <laughs> sound like they get ducked per you know per event. You know, oh, you don't, you you're not coming. Oh, we're not coming to dresses. You're not, you can't make this. We got to kick you off. I mean, Karen, it's her day. How dare exactly. you? Exactly. It I mean, I mean, I mean, but 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 if she's gonna have all these rules and regulations, we need to have overtime. We need we need to talk about you know employee employer employer um, confidentiality. I mean, come on now, it's her day. How dare you, Karen? And those you don't want me to get started on that one. Be grateful that they had the opportunity to be invited. Exactly, Abe. You should be <laughs> glad to <that laughs> even be on the receiving end of this email. <laughs> So, okay, this is an email. Yes. Okay, I think it's a little, it's a little passive aggressive. I mean, if she wanted to lay down these ground rules, she would have like set up like a meeting to where she would meet all of them, all 10 of them face to face. Should have like a, a marker board. She had interviews. You know, or, or like a PowerPoint presentation laying out everything. I mean, you just put it in an email. But it's her day, August the 31st, 2013. So <laughs> it doesn't matter what y'all say. She's doing it her way. She also says, but it's different if you're not in the wedding party and couldn't make it. We'll give everyone well advanced dates for the parties and it will always fall on a weekend. The wedding, as I stated, will be in Vail. The engagement party will either be in New York or Connecticut. 
So, you know, be on the lookout for flights to either one of those. Um, New York and Connecticut, are the, 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 um, they're not close. They're too bad. And the bachelorette, part, the bachelorette party will be in Vegas. Cliche, yeah, but I've never been. Uh, she also says, a few girls live out of town. So if there is going to be a problem with coming to either one, then I need to know because after this week, I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> Basically, translation. Those two bitches can't make it, then they out. Right. Your broke ass needs to figure out what you're going to do right now. If you, need to, if you need to sell some dick on Crenshaw <laughs> or sell some pussy on Crenshaw to make it to my wedding, you should be thankful I'm letting you, you come and you should not be working on Saturday and Sunday. You know what? She, 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 why is she even wasting their time? Just have uh, you, your husband, and make you all the brass made. Make be be sure that everybody in attendance is just you, just you yourself and you. Because if you there, everybody's there. Uh, I would like everyone to send me any dates they are going away or planning to go away after February. So if you're going away in January, I don't care. I want any dates from February to the day of our wedding in August. That way, we know not to plan something when you're away. But, what, bitch? I gotta check in with you. But after this week, the dates are set in stone. <laughs> you know what? I hate for somebody to die in February. Or- right? Don't get you know sick. Don't get sick. You gonna have to show it with the flu to her shit. <laughs> I gotta come up with the doctor's notice, the doctor's excuse, all that stuff. Like we're having a bridal shower. But I got, I just had my baby. You know what? I'll just be there with the, with the C-section. It's fine. Oh, she should have put that in the, in the email too. Don't get pregnant yeah. either. Uh, uh, <laughs> she said <laughs> also, also, if money is tight and you can't afford to contribute to say the bachelorette party or won't be able to afford a dress, et cetera, then Lisa and myself don't have time to deal with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh God, my. She is taking the fact that this is my fucking day. Fuck y'all. And she is making this ultimatums. She also says, this includes flights as well. Everyone knows the states where the parties are going to be held. So if you won't be able to afford a flight, then that means you can't make a party, which ultimately means I can't have you as a bridesmaid. Obviously, we'll get the best deals and we're not going to book flights for a thousand dollars and shit. That's why we're doing this in advance. That goes for bridesmaids, dresses as well. Everything will be affordable. But if you think by affordable, it's going to be $25 for Ever 21 dress. Then you're going to be at, you're going to the wrong wedding. So she she gonna spend a lot of money, but not too much wow. money. Well, 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 you know, there's an, atta- there's an attachment credit application. So they <laughs> can, like, make sure wow. they're able to take out everything. Right. Attached. What are you gonna say, Karen? Wow, this is th- th- that's her bitch. If you're broke, don't be. You can't fuck with me. Uh, she says, if you're out of state and don't think you have to, don't think you have to fly in for all the fittings, that will work with you. Find stores in your town, get measurements. You don't have to worry about that. Also, if you accept this honor, among another thing is that you will need to be available. I'm not going to harass you with wedding stuff every hour of every day, but it's, it's something important. It takes you a week or even two to three days to get back to me. See ya. So you got to respond immediately. You got you to respond to them shits immediately, dog. <laughs> something i only wish that when i invite the few niggas i do invite to my wedding 
uh, that I'll be able to make such demands. Like, if I'm going to email Greg, because you know with dudes, Dude, it, it don't take much for a dude to say, "Ah, right, well, fuck it, I gotta watch the game anyway." Right. I wanna, I wanna be like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need everybody to bring singles to the strip club. <laughs> I am not bringing my wallet, so I expect to be paid for, get dances and drinks. And if you don't accommodate me, then you are not invited to me. And Stephanie's wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you know what? She messed up. You know, they got to have recommendations. She got to be sure that, you know, see if you've been in any previous experience as bridesmaids. And if you are, she needs to know what happened. You know, right. why, you know, were, were you on time? Did you get to the church on time? <laughs> were your shoes matching? Like you know, a wedding background check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> you, you come, you come in with your resume. You had, you have your bridesmaid resume. She got, you got to check it out. She got to comb it over. What's you your know. What's your wedding credit rating? You that, that's right. Yeah. Wedding credit rating. You know, you get from zero to a hundred. You know, yeah. that, that's what, what registries did you get gifts from? Like, like what's your yeah? Experience with it's like, oh, registry? I was I was looking at this, uh, Tiffany. What kind of gifts you did? I was looking <laughs> at your application, Tiffany, and it says here that uh, you did not attend a wedding rehearsal one time that you were a bridesmaid of. I, 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 Can you I, care to explain that? Yeah, I don't understand. You know, and I also, I combed, I have a question, I combed over this, and it looks like the last wedding you were at, they were registered at Walmart. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to have an issue with oh, that. Man. Oh, um, you're so close. I'm sorry, you know, we only do Nordstrom's and Dillard's. We'll put you on the alternate um, list. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you, you, uh, uh, everything else was good, though. You know, it, it was good, you know, I, I combed it over. Everything else was great. But maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> next wedding. Maybe uh, next wedding. You know, I got with the council, and we're gonna have to let you go. Yeah, maybe with the next wedding that I do. Because well, I, I am a huge bitch, and I will be married twice. Listen, <laughs> come patronize. Well, congratulations for passing the wedding resume and giving me the uh, the credit score. But I was looking over your online assessment questions. <laughs> <laughs> And we need to talk about question 4A. If I yeah. was to die and you wouldn't come in to save me on my wedding, you'd be somewhat able not to do that. I, I like the idea of, like, uh, you know, uh, the online test being like, uh, I sent you an email uh, the other day asking, did you like Lady Gaga's latest album? And it took you 74 hours to reply to me. And if that's the kind of behavior you think you're going to have with this wedding party, <laughs> I I really hate to hate to tell you. Um, but so it, is it just gonna be random dude, wife, and random husband like Barack Obama and Michelle are gonna be there? Like I can see this is the event of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Kim, maybe this is like we don't know who it's from, so maybe it's Kim Kardashian sitting this out. Like me and Kanye getting married, so y'all gonna be able to yeah. be here. Yeah, but I don't like, think she, she would pick Connecticut though. Is this Prince Harry's win? Oh, <laughs> uh, she says I don't have time to wait around for responses. Everyone has their phone on them. It shouldn't take you more than a day to get back to me, even if you're out of the country. Check your email! Exclamation point. Ooh, uh, you, you know what? I also, I, I combed over this resume that you have here. And when I did the, you know, we have to do a criminal background check. You know, we have to be sure you have a passport. And we seen back in 1992 that you had a ticket. 
Oh, um, I, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you about that, ma'am. You know, we, we can't deal with people that are not ladylike, and having a ticket is, I don't consider that ladylike. Furthermore, ever since I could, ever since I could remember, I have dreamed about this day all my life, and I want to share it with people that are most important to me. You only get one time to plan your dream wedding, and I couldn't pick a more amazing group of girls to make that dream come true. So please. What's stated above, think about it all. And by Wednesday, I need to know if everyone is 100% in and what I have asked about sending me dates. And if you're going to be away February to August, I'll need that on Wednesday. If you don't think you'll be able to attend one party but can make the rest of them, I'm sorry. But I have to take you out as a bridesmaid and put you as a guest. If you want to get back to me before Wednesday, that's fine. So she's flexible. Lisa, I am so sorry your mother died. Oh, but per our agreement, you missed the day, <laughs> and you are no longer a wedding maid. Yeah, I'm going to have to dock you for PTO bridesmaids time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to take a full eight hours. Um, I know it was a half a day, you know, but I'm going to have to give you an occurrence for that yeah, one. Company I'm policy, sorry. Company yes. policy. Hello, really think about everything I've said. This is really going to be the most epic wedding ever, so I hope you girls can share this special day with us. Wow. You know what? Um, this is, this is a reason why, um, people ask me, you want to be in wins? I, I, I immediately say no. No. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the idea of a wedding that makes people feel like they get a chance to be a huge cunt for once in their life. Like whenever I see the TV shows about bridesmaids, bridezilla, brides this, bride that, Oh, my wedding, my prayer. Like, is, like, I hope that people aren't really like that, where they think, finally, I get a day to be the bitch I always could have been, but held back on. But now I get to be a huge bitch to everybody. Like, no. And the the thing about it, you know what? The bridesmaids aren't the ones that need to be scared. That fucking dude that's marrying her needs to be scared. As I read that, that's the only thing I was thinking was like, Oh man, this guy is in for a treat. Yeah, uh, shit, a treat. This, this is when you, you, you know, you know what? It's a problem if you can't sit her down and be like, "Hey, baby, this is not appropriate." She gonna run that fucking marriage. Uh, not just that, but let me tell you something. And this is a general rule for everybody. Any woman that thinks this much about her wedding has not given any thought to her marriage at all. Exactly. It is absolutely a reciprocal uh, fraction. Like it is a reciprocal relationship between amount of thought put into a wedding correlated to amount of thought put into a marriage. Every fucking time, I will never be wrong if I say this a million times. Mm-hmm. The more uptight you are about that fucking wedding, the more the less you have thought about actually what it takes to coexist with another person for the rest of your life. Yeah, just marry yourself if it's that important. Yeah, so yeah. I have a theory that, and this is this is mm-hmm. that I would have a wedding theme part like fucking Tishlads, and we'd get you a gown and a preacher, and we'd do the whole nine for a nominal fee, so that way you can get all that weddingness out of you. <laughs> And I have to trouble that in your life. Well, that's just like eloping to Vegas or some shit. Like, I mean, there's ways to do it, man. Like, I just think the more you put into this plan of mm-hmm. a wedding the, uh, and how much, how special and important that one day has to be, 
the less thought you have given to how special the rest of your life has to be and how special every day has to be in order to make something like you know as complex and as uh, fragile as a marriage work forever like you you're not thinking like you you know no matter and a lot of times i think people build up these highs that they get to on a wedding day that no relationship will ever match Mm-mm. it's like you you have you have started at the peak with this big ass wedding and you're never gonna have that type of day again for the rest of your life yep and that's why a lot of women get depressed because yeah, you have debt and shit to deal with yeah, afterwards you yes have, you do you know thousands like and thousands people of are putting them putting themselves in debt we've covered articles here where it's like average uh, cost of a wedding now is twenty seven thousand dollars some shit you're like what Woo! like why do you want to mm. strap on that debt for one day anyway, yeah no um, we have other articles gotta talk about some sore ratchetness Mm. Paducah, Kentucky. Kentucky State Police say a McCracken. That's a name. Mm-hmm. Kentucky State Police say a McCracken County de- uh, deputy shout a <laughs> McCracken. McCracken County Sheriff <laughs> deputy shot a fifty-year-old man who brandished a handgun and a sword. Now, everybody knows ninjas don't carry guns unless it's snake eyes. T the only one. Uh, no race, no race on this article, guys. No pictures. Oh. In a news release, authorities said Deputy Jared Rivera was called to a home on Saturday evening to respond to a possible suicidal person. The resident, 50-year-old Michael Lakin, was seen inside the home with a handgun. The deputy retreated to his vehicle, and Lakin appeared in the doorway with a sword and a handgun. He must be a ninja. He just appeared. Where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah, the deputy... Uh, gave him orders to drop the weapons, but Lakin uh, started to move toward the deputy. The Rivera shot Lakin twice in the upper torso in an ambulance, took him to a hospital where he was listed in serious condition. He survived? Uh, say, say that again. He survived? I guess he's not dead yet, you know. So, so I don't know if he survived. I mean, you know, he could so be he dead now. But he blocked both bullets with the blade of the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If he if he cracking, if he cracking. He he blocked it with the sword and then it the bullet got chopped in half and shot him twice. <laughs> <laughs> two for one. Two for one. Get a two for one with um, this bullet. This is just a quick update. I'm not gonna read this whole thing, but Karen uh, talked about this. We talked about it on the last show uh, or a couple shows ago. The late this lady got caught tampering with evidence and falsifying police report and uh, uh dna stuff um so boston had to start releasing convicts i told you and they released uh one dude um like thousands of criminal convictions are being now some of them you know, gonna end up going back to jail now don't get me wrong they released one dude who was convicted felon with a 10-page criminal record that includes rape and assault charges Ooh. and he is now a fugitive because he failed to appear to a scheduled court hearing thursday so, I feel like all the crimes they do are back on this lady. Like, if this dude exactly. goes out, kills seven people, that's her fault. So, I guess he's taking rape and assault internationally, right? I guess so. He's a, he's the fugitive now. He's going to take his raping on the road, apparently. <laughs> if you're a Japanese woman on a train, watch be out. Be careful. Um, Skirt's going to be going up everywhere. Yeah. Don't be a schoolgirl. Um... Another uh, just quick article, uh, not guess the race. Mr. Span. Uh-oh. 
apparently the police are telling your ass to get the fuck out too police warn visitors to enter at your own risk when coming into quote unquote warlike detroit <laughs> oh it's a war in detroit did nobody tell me that it's a war going it's on like outside it's a war going on outside no one is safe from karen is this like robocop right yeah must be uh yeah apparently um it's about to get our robocop the men and women of the detroit police department believe the city is too dangerous to enter and they want citizens to know it the detroit police officer association attorney donato oreo oreo i don't know how you pronounce it said the officers are holding the enter at your own risk rally they named the rally enter at your own risk guys the police officers uh, oh, rally is supposed to be fun. <laughs> right. This is the worst rally of all time. Wow. What is this city? Like Silent Hill? And balloons. Yeah, it's Silent Hill. <laughs> um, enter at your own risk rally at 3.30 p.m. Saturday in front of Commercial Park to remind pub- the public that the officers are overworked, understaffed, and at times fearful for their lives. Detroit is America's most violent city. Its homicide rate is the highest in the co- country, and yet the Detroit Police Department is grossly understaffed. Uh, Oreo told WWJ's Catherine Larson, the DPOA believes that there is a war in Detroit, but there should be a war on crime, not a war on its officers. Oreo says that once the once 2000 strong force is shrinking rapidly since the start of the summer, hundreds of officers have left the department. These are the men and women who look to who we look to to protect us, and police officers can't protect you if they're not there. Officers are leaving simply because they can't afford to stay in Detroit and work twelve hour shifts for what they are getting paid. These police officers are beyond demoralized. These officers are living uh, leaving hand over fist because they can no longer afford to stay on the department and protect the public. Yeah, there's a lot going on to this. Um, you go from being the motor city capital of our country to all those jobs are gone. High, very, very extremely high unemployment. People are not working and stuff like that. Crime is going to go up. And you know what? And it's probably very expensive to probably actually go into like the city, city of Detroit. And they're right. They probably don't pay them nothing compared to the hours that they have to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it does seem like. Very close to to RoboCop. Uh, Man, if I see the machines walking around shooting people, I'd be like, oh, they was right. <laughs> yeah, and all I got to say is... uh, They already got a statue of RoboCop down there they built, didn't they? It was, yeah, they, yeah. It was never like this when Kwame Kilpatrick was still working there. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, I think we lost Abe. I'll try to get him back. Um, I don't know what happened. Um... But uh, anyway, let me get back to the article, uh, to the next article. Um, everybody knows that October is um, is what 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 can I eight? All right, everybody knows that October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, it is. Um, See pink everywhere. Yeah. Um. So to help out the boobies, um, we we. Uh, have a lot of people that want to get in on this. You have uh, the NFL, uh, and I saw like Peter King apparently had an issue with uh, the the NFL um, having um, uh, having wearing pink. Did you see that? On what's, Twitter? Wrong, what's wrong with that? 
Uh, well, Peter Peter King is a big time sports NFL guy, like sports reporter. Okay, and um, he was saying that uh, women wearing pink. Oh, that that the NFL was overdoing it by wearing pink for the entire month of October. Said it was too much. Ooh, does he hate women? He said that years ago. Yeah, well, he said it again on Twitter the other day. Does he realize nobody cares about his old man gripes? Yeah, I was like, who is against titties that much? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you not like women? I don't understand like, the complaints. Like, that is not a cause you will ever recruit me to. No. Being against titties. It's like, you know what, man? You know what the problem is? Too many people doing things to protect these titties. It's like, nah, uh, actually, no. Mm-mm. Just there are enough titties in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's already two for every woman, right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> you ought to get a two for one deal. All you need is one titty. I don't get the big deal. I'm like, fuck you. I like me some titties. Anyway, um, apparently the Susan G. Corman Foundation is rejecting money from one donator. That's right, guys. Pornhub.com. What? Will be giving the foundation one cent for every 30 views of its breast-related videos. Specifically, its big tits and small tits clips through October 31st in support of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, according to a press release. Okay. Uh, Pornhub.com says it doesn't matter if you're into itty bitty titties or the perfect handful or the jumbo fun bags or the low swinging flapjacks. What matters most is that your kind and selfless gesture will go a long way towards helping our sisters to find a cure. I know it's so. Simply visit the landing page on Pornhub site. Link available upon request. Um, and follow the prompts or head to the categories tab on Pornhub.com's homepage and choose either small tits or big tits videos and then sit back and let the good times bounce. Now, isn't that sweet? <laughs> yeah. So, so the foundation is taking this money. No, they decided, no. uh, this, okay. uh, I mean, this is the, this is the press release that Pornhub put out, right? Um, but I guess they didn't necessarily clear with Susan G. Corman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, my, my thing is that if anybody cares about titties, it's the porn industry. Yeah. They also had a, at one point had a save our boobs bus, which drove around New York city offering free breast screening, cancer screenings and education about self examinations. And, and, and the thing that frustrates, frustrates me so badly about these organizations is that you have organizations that's willing to give you money and say, we support your cause. Mm-hmm. But because you, quote, unquote, don't want to be associated with them, you'll reject that money. Yeah. But these people are affected by it, too. Uh, porn stars don't get breast cancer? They don't want to hang with old Eddie Kane, apparently, Karen. Um, and uh, basically, uh, the Suja G. Corman, you know, they also got into got into it earlier in the year. Remember when they pulled funding for Planned Parenthood? Uh-huh. They changed their mind on that shit. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um and they got they lost a lot of uh, funding. Yes, they did. Uh, and they end up having to go back on that. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just really, uh, you know, really wary of getting involved with uh, with them. But yeah, they said that they they will not accept it. So apparently, Pornhub is going to uh, give the money to another cancer foundation, um, mm-hmm. and they're looking for another charity to step forward and take the money. And honestly, man. Somebody need to step forward to take the fucking money. Yeah, I'm glad we ain't got no foundation for titties. I'll take your money. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Karen. Oh, go ahead, sweetie. The Abraham Bell Foundation for titties. Love <laughs> right. To take that money. Right. 
We have plenty of lotions and, and we yeah. will be, uh, moisturizing breasts. Yeah. That is my yeah, cause. The, bl- the black guy that tips for titties, we will take your money yeah. for our foundation. Too we- many ashy titties going around these days and someone needs to moisturize them all. Yes. I'm here with various lotions and spices. Um, all right, let's get some guests to race in, guys. That's what, that's what everybody really came for. I know, right? I know you guys just want to get racist. Um, all right, here's the first article. <clears throat> Uh, I say it play and play. No, do and you need to restart just, it? You no, know, hey, fuck me then. Oh, refresh no need the page. Yeah, all right, let me refresh this shit. But um, yes, I know. Yeah, everybody knows how guess the race goes. Uh, I guess uh, we play an article. I guess uh, actually try to guess the race of the people involved. And uh, the chat room sometimes they will guess the race of people, and uh, it'll get pretty hectic. Again, I'm Cher Calvin. Micah is on assignment. We begin tonight with a 10-year-old boy who fought for his way for freedom from the clutches of a possible kidnapper. It happened on his way to soccer practice, and the boy's coach played a role in catching the suspect. KTLA's Orange County Bureau Chief Chip Yost has talked to him about what happened. He joins us live in Santa Ana with more. Chip? Yeah, hi there, Shea. The big question right now is what was this guy's motive? We don't know right now, but just a little while ago, we did obtain some video from Duke, which is the Orange County Sheriff's Department helicopter that is contracted out by the Santa Ana Police Department. It shows this guy being arrested. Let's take a look at that right now. In that video, you're going to see a very big man. This is a large suspect we're talking about. He's hiding under a tree in the neighborhood of Delhi Park in Santa Ana when police officers approach him and put him under arrest. Just a little while earlier, we were told by police and this 10-year-old boy soccer coach that that man 55-year-old Victor Espinosa was in Delhi Park as a 10-year-old boy was walking to soccer practice with his 19-year-old female cousin. As they were walking, police say the suspect called them over, said he wanted to show them something, a tattoo. When they got close enough, police say that man, that more than 400-pound man, grabbed the 10-year-old boy and wouldn't let go. There was some yelling, some screaming. Finally, the boy was able to get away from the man. They ran over, told the soccer coach. The soccer coach went around looking for the man, found him, chased him down and tackled him in the street. But the guy got away, went and hid in a backyard. But that's when police came and arrested him in that video you saw a moment ago. We asked the soccer coach, though, what he thought about tackling a guy who outweighed him by around 200 pounds. No, I was just mad at the time. I was just mad because uh, the little kid was crying. The little kid was crying, and and, uh, I was just mad. I, I mean... I didn't think about the consequences or anything. I was just mad. I just wanted, I don't want him to leave. As you can see, the coach did not want to show his face because police say this guy has a long rap sheet and is a gang member. He was arrested on false imprisonment and child annoyance <coughs> charges, whether or not any other charges will be. Child annoyance? That's a charge? Anyway. <laughs> guess the race. If that's the case, a lot of parents would go to jail. Yeah. Guess the race of Mr. Victim Joseph Espinoza, 55, 425 pounds. Shout out, shout out, shout out to him for being able to escape. Yeah, 425, that's, that's and running. Like, no small feet there, my man. No. So, uh, Abe, you want to guess the race? I'm going to say a Spanish Chris Christie. <laughs> what about you, Greg? I'm going to go with, uh, El Gordo Latino. <laughs> <laughs> the chat room is saying here, um, Colombiana Extra. 
mess can brown bag it i don't know what that means white looking hispanic one who only eats on his back only oh only sweats on his back oh man <laughs> one who doesn't realize he just fucked with sonola the sonola sonolia cartel and will be dead in a week mexican-american one who one boycotts uh taco bell because it's not authentic a former luchador who now tries to kidnap kids for gorditas. <laughs> Texas fence jumper. Espano. Gabriel Iglesias impersonator. Zimmerman Halfbreed. <laughs> and Latin King. The correct answer is Latino. And Diamond Who says, Yo, Keto, little kids. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Um, uh, apparently this dude is back in the news in Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Guess the race. A Gaston County man is accused of sneaking into a neighbor's barn and having sex with a horse. Wow. Is this that same guy that y'all talked about before? I was about to say. It's the second time. <laughs> well, damn, this is the same guy. Patrick Lynn has been arrested for it. The owner of that horse can hardly believe Lynn will return to the scene of the crime. Well, give me that ass. Give me that ass. I like the way you swing that horse here, girl. Maybe they got a, uh, maybe they got a relationship. You know, who knows? Maybe that horse sends them swinging. Yeah, the horse might have ordered from Adam and Eve. Hey. <laughs> um, I would, I would say it's hard to believe, but I had a feeling that he'd be back because I believe it's a compulsion type thing with him. I don't, I just, it's bad. They put that in the article as a quote, just uh, like that. Uh, I wonder, can the horse press charge for rape? Alan McDermott said, shaking his head. Alan McDermott. <laughs> Does it say that? Said, yeah. Oh. Alan McDermott says he knew there was trouble when his wife went to the barn and noticed some lubricant on the stall door. <gasps> wow. He was prepared, man. Uh, I guess he's a Trojan man. Uh, <laughs> she she then uh, checked the horse and I went down to check the security video and sure enough there he was going into the stall deputies say Patrick Lynn was caught on the tape sneaking into McDermott's barn in the wee hours of Sunday morning Lynn was uh, Lynn has been charged with trespassing burglary and sex acts with the animal the animal is a stud ho- horse named Sonny well, that's good to know Okay. oh Sonny it comes two years after Lynn was caught on tape and arrested for doing the same thing in the same barn with a different horse. Oh, that, that two-timing son of a bitch. Oh, I guess all horse pussy is the same to you. I guess so, sir. Well, I guess uh, if it was a stud, it must have been a man horse. So does that mean he's he's gay horse? Wait, mm-hmm. I feel like some lines, all kinds of lines are being crossed. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mitt once Romney, you once you go horse, mm-hmm. of course, of course. I feel like you're gonna uh, like Mitt Romney is gonna bring this up as like a slippery slope of why you can't have gay marriage. <laughs> can't have horse marriage. Fucking a horse. Yeah. Next, you'll have people fucking male horses. You know, men fucking men horses. It's, it's insane. Slippery slope. <laughs> Lynn was sentenced to two years in prison for the break and it was just released in May. The McDermott's and just about everyone else around here can't believe Lynn would return knowing the that, same place. Knowing that there were surveillance cameras in the barn. Well, maybe he's a voyeur and you know, a forbidden love is if is not is that not the best love? <laughs> did, um, did he think he had one of them hidden cloaks? I just can't wait for NBC to come out with the drama based around this. I, I have a question about this. <laughs> like did the guy see the um, 
the Gundam style video and 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 wanted to try that dance or that they saw it as a new sexual position to try the new horse uh, i don't know dance. i haven't seen that video so i can't i don't really know for sure i'm sorry man i'll let you down but uh yeah i just think that um you know it's a forbidden love and i think they should actually base a reality show around this and well a horse is a horse of course of course right i think they should name it um real horse wives of uh you know atlanta <laughs> oh the barnyard. yard what real, you talking about? real horse wives of florida there you go <laughs> <laughs> love and these horses yeah <laughs> um lord love and horse hop um all right best little, best little horse house in florida yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and it maybe uh hopefully it's actually i hope it's gay horse sex and that he that the horse is the opposite color of him so that it could be like uh interracial horse oh that'd be epic yeah like that would be like a horse of another color you think they would have to go you know the the horse therapy and stuff where he's talking to him and he said well how do you feel about him (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know some people are in the horse play and they just take it too far and he's patting and stroking his hair and telling the horse how much he loves it yeah He's like, girl, you should be at the BET Hip Hop Awards with all this weave. <laughs> but I be like, girl, you should sell that hair. You know your hair grow back. We can make some money. Yeah. Um, on Monday night, deputies waited for Lynn. They wound up chasing him through the woods and arresting him in front of his own house more than a mile away. Damn, he made it a mile. <laughs> he, he was moving it. Lynn told them he Lynn told them he'd been out for a walk. <laughs> So the cops walk to the, the horse's house. Right. The cops are waiting on you to go fuck this horse. They're there when you arrive. You run a mile, and then when they go, what are you doing out here? You go, oh, I was out for a walk to fuck some horses. Sorry. Right. I'm surprised Sweating. he didn't say he was out for a gallop. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say that. Uh, the guy knows right from wrong, or he wouldn't be running like he does, but he ain't totally right for what he's doing, McDermott said. <laughs> I think I think he needs help and he needs to be put away so he can't do anything like that. McDermott said he is tired of worrying about what he's going to find when he walks out in his yard at night or what his wife and daughter might find. What does that lead to? It could escalate. You don't know. He said, "Escalate the what?" I feel like any- raping his wife. Or no, I feel uh-huh. like anything else he does it is less. Oh, true. Like true. It, anything else is a step down. Like <laughs> as, as sad as as shameful as it is, him raping somebody, a real human being, is less crazy than him it's fucking progress. that horse. It's progress. Yeah, it's, it's like well, at least he's back to raping people. Like just, just let him go. Just we'll pick him up. <laughs> um. So guess the race of Mister Patrick Lynn, guys. Um, I'm gonna go with uh. I'm just going to go with white. Just keep it simple. White. All right. What about you, uh, uh, Abe? There's no thought. Obviously, he's a horse lover. All right. Uh, Harris Teeter Hippie. (laughs) (laughs) One who bathes in Limburger cheese and listens to way too much Pink Floyd. Mr. Teeter White. (laughs) Cheese-loving member of PETA. People who, for the ejaculative treatment of animals. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Holy shit. They were educational uh, with that. Miracle Whip White, one who will play the leading role if it can't be Mr. Ed. It's an XX parody beast mode. Um, so I guess uh, <laughs> I guess he could be uh, a horse parody. Yeah, personally, I prefer Hot to Trot, but you know that's my horse movie. 
cocaine white origin of the disease of diseases white one who played one who pays more pays money to sleep outside and call it camping ah yes that is some white shit uh yeah so the correct answer is white it was a white man um (laughs) he was fucking a horse man what (laughs) the fuck is wrong with people man oh all right we got some more guests to raise oh let me just move this out the way bam a man slashed with razor in the village mcdonald's a 22 year old man who was dressed as a woman was slashed across the face and neck by a 350-pound attacker who taunted the victim and his partner at a crime play Greenwich Village McDonald's, police said Friday. Wow. The the Wednesday night hate crime took place about 7 p.m. at the West 3rd Street McDonald's. That's been the site of three other assaults, including one other gay bashing over the last 18 months. Why don't they just close this place down? Police said the latest violence erupted when the slasher be- began an expletive, well, expletive lace taunt of the victim's partner, a man who was dressed as a woman and was waiting to use the women's bathroom. You faggot, faggot, said, oh, no, no, no. Okay, you fucking faggot. That's got to be what that was. They blanked out some, some of the letters, but I'm assuming that's what it was. The attacker yelled, according to a police source, you're using the wrong bathroom. Well, that's not, that's not gonna get them on your side. Sure ain't. Like it's a public, like it's a public service announcement. Hey, you fucking faggot, you using the, that's the, that's the women's bathroom. Oh, my bad. My bad, dog. Um, the victim got angry, telling the suspect, you see, that's how people get into trouble. The 22 year old and his partner then left the restaurant, but they were followed by the hefty backpack wearing man clad in a pink, in a plaid shirt. I thought you might say pink shirt. I was like, huh? Yeah. Well, it is, uh, save the titties month, Karen. No, uh, true. What are you going to do? He asked them outside the restaurant. A police source said the victim's partner took a swing at the suspect. He missed, but the 22 year old stepped in. He need the suspect in the groin and hit him in the face. Police said the burly man fell to the ground, climbed back on his feet and then pulled out a razor using it to cut the victim's face, neck, back and elbow. Well, damn. The victim was treated at Bellevue Hospital Center. Police asked anyone with the information to call Crime Stoppers. In March, five men brawled outside the same McDonald's and a video of the fight was posted on YouTube. Because you know how Negroes do. Wow. Lisa wasn't world star hip hop, right? Yeah, ain't that the truth. In October, a McDonald's employee used a pipe to beat two women. Who ran, yeah, they need to shut this McDonald's down. Yeah, we covered that story. Uh, who Shit. ran around the cashier's counter and attacked him. Oh, this that same McDonald's. What the, what the hell they put in the sweet tea? <laughs> Shit, everybody acting crazy. Intolerance. Intolerance. <laughs> hatred. They putting intolerance in the sweet tea. They putting hatred in that sweet tea. That's good. They put anger in that sweet tea. Oppression. The worker was arrested by later clear, but later cleared by a grand jury, and the police pleaded, and the women pleaded guilty last week. In March 2011, 26-year-old Damon Furch was attacked and badly beaten at the fast food joint by a man who didn't like that he was wearing pink shoelaces. What the fuck? These are the most ratchet people in McDonald's ever. City council member Christine Quinn, the city's most prominent gay POL, I guess politician, Mm -hmm. said McDonald's has taken steps to improve security. Really? No, that McDonald's just in the wrong location. It's time to shut it down. 
Yeah. Security yeah. at McDonald's. But you know what? I, I, I know the managers and they was like, fuck, can't we just get robbed like other McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> we got to deal with the bizarre shit. Yeah. They're the only, they're the only McDonald's that have a disclaimer under, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm not loving you. You're gay. Yeah. Wear pink. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, I'm loving it. Well, hmm, not no, really. Not really. Um, uh, if, if we have one hate crime, that is too many, she said. <laughs> okay, thank you for the quote. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Enlightening us. Like, like she was like, if one hate crime, eh, not too bad. I, not too shabby, I say. It could be worse. <laughs> like, of course, no, one is too many. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I guess, uh, guess the race of, um, the people involved in, uh, you know, this face cutting incident. Um, are they all the same race? Well, I don't know if I can. I'm saying they all the same race. Yeah, they all the same I'm... race. I know that much. Yeah, I'm saying that they all black. All black. What are all black? You? What um, say you, you know, Greg? I'm uh, I'm kind of inclined to say like they're all black because like if this McDonald's is still open. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff has happened, and I know with the other ones, it was with black people. So I'm gonna say it's black. They're all black because if it, if it was a, anybody involved, any victim was white, it would have been shut down. So I'm gonna say black. All right. And before you go to the chat room, Rod, mm-hmm. this dude was able to cut this person on the face, back, and elbow. What are you doing, Fury swipes? Okay, he must have been. <laughs> uh, he must have been uh, Terry Crews in uh, Expendables with them razors. <laughs> He was nice. Um, malt liquor chicken wings and collards on the dollar menu black. <laughs> got cut, got caught fucking with the wrong Rican this weekend. Um, all right. Is that black? I don't know what that means. Puerto Rican? Oh, that's Latina. Yeah. Okay. Puerto Rican. Uh, sadly, all black everything. Um, for, former member. I like how they like, sadly. Is when they be saying white people shit, they be like, "Oh, cheese loving cracker ass crackers." It's like, "Oh, sadly, it's sad to see black people act like this." <laughs> Former members of the dip set who didn't get the memo that pink is not in style anymore, they were all wearing Puerto Rico flag do rags. Byron Long's cousin <laughs> <laughs> pay for a bag of Lay's chips with a fifty dollar bill. Black Latin due to proficient use of a razor blade. People who who would have more manners if they were at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I don't even know what race that means, Brent. That everyone has more manners at Chick Fil A. Uh, Baraka White, um, Baraka White, the only the old school pimp from I'm gonna get you sucker in the pink suit with with fish suit, fish in the shoes, black. <laughs> One who will say this is not something that happens in our community when they are shown in the news. Um, one who drinks only red Kool-Aid, Andy Cap hot phrase and grape drink by buyer. Jamie Foxx cut a nigga smooth black. <laughs> and uh correct answer is black. They were black. Yes. Um that, that is a ratchet ass McDonald's. Um <laughs> the apparently in Kansas City, uh the police are looking for uh they need some help. Uh-oh. To identify a man who punched a city bus driver in the face Monday after the driver ordered him and his friends off the bus. <laughs> the assailant and his friends did not pay their fares. 
The punch nearly knocked the 54-year-old driver unconscious while he was behind the wheel of the bus carrying passengers, said Detective Nicholas Sola. The blow clearly left the driver confused. Video of the slugging appears to support the observation. The driver sits stunned after the punch, then repeatedly touches his face, reaching into the air. He got knocked the fuck out. It seems as if he didn't know where he is. Uh, he doesn't know where he is. It really is heartbreaking to watch, said Sola. I'm assuming that's a concussion, right? The driver tried to continue on his route after the assault. The bus rolled forward and knocked over some orange cones before... <laughs> God damn! I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. He tried to drive with a concussion? <laughs> Nigga, no! They don't have, they don't have NFL rules. Good grief! <laughs> and I have a question. Oh, man! Um, when it comes to the bus, don't you pay before you get on the bus? No. You walk on to the bus and you're supposed to pay right I, there. I mean, yeah. But technically, you could just be like, fuck that. I ain't paying shit. I'm I just see what you're there. saying and, and go past yeah, it. Yeah, what is, who's gonna stop you? Um. Wow. Yeah, so uh, the bus rolled up, rolled forward, uh, knocked over some orange cones before riders convinced the driver to stop the bus. The assault occurred yeah, about he'll nine. Kill them. Yeah, the assault occurred about nine. Yeah, I would have, you know, I would have tried to get some of that city government money. I'd be like, keep driving. <laughs> mm, I know, right? Hopefully, we hit something. I say my neck is fucked up. Oh yeah, all right. Um, I got good insurance. Call that. Call call the EMS. The assault occurred about 9 p.m. Sola said the attacker and his friends boarded the bus one by one with each passenger saying the next person would pick up the fare. But the final passenger didn't have enough cash to cover everyone. That's when the driver told them to exit the bus. So guess the race of the person that punched the driver in the face. I'm going to go Keystone Cops uh, Slapstick Three Stooges White for trying that trick to get on the bus. All right. What about you, uh, Abe? I'm going to say Barack Obama, Al Sharpton, Yes, We Can, Black. <laughs> <laughs> the chat room says, frat boy, booty drinking white. <laughs> uh, wow. Booty chugging. Don't matter, Canuck, they both niggas. Anyway, blacker than Mitt Romney's cold, lifeless gaze. Oh. The guest... <laughs> This guest is from Owen, apparently. I guess he can't get in the chat room. Doesn't understand the irony of the term Indian giver, white. One who has ice cream cone tatted on his face while blasting Waka Flocka hard in the paint black. Elmer's glue. Man, this is pretty split down white and black. One who is called Blue, blue Gums in Alabama. Blue Gums? I don't that's know. That's black. That's got to be black, right? I think that's black. I mean, slang in Alabama... chance is something bad about black people. (laughs) Um, Joe Lewis black. Like in Alabama, you could probably say cracker, and that means something bad about black people. people, yes. So yeah, that actually means, oh, two crackers came in? So they was black, right? (laughs) Um, Someone who spent their last dollar on malt liquor and menthols. Alaska salmon fisherman. One who grew up using Tussie deodorant. Straight out of low cash black. Uh, Correct answer is black. Yes, I know about that Tussie. Tussie old school, for those who don't know nothing about that. All right, here's another guest to race. Um, A high school guidance counselor, uh, her past as a racy lingerie model has come back to haunt her after she was fired over photos that were taken 17 years ago. Tiffany Webb, Tiffany Webb, 37, was a respected educator in New York City public schools for 12 years before she lost her job last December. A principal at Murray Bertram, Bertram 
high school for business careers in manhattan recommended that she be fired after a student show her photos of miss webb that he had found online miss webb admitted she posed for risque lingerie photos when she worked as a model between the ages of 18 and 20 however miss webb said that she had put that life behind her years before she ever became an educator uh, she told the New York Post, I'm a dedicated professional and enjoy being a guidance counselor. She said, I did my job well and my students and parents thought very highly of me. I would love to return to New York City schools and resume the career I have chosen to help and guide students. First of all, who the fuck is that snitch that told? God damn, I, know, I hate right? people like you. Like, so, like, it, my, like finally I get a fine-ass guidance counselor and then niggas is going to snitch? Damn, I will beat you up every day. And my day. thing is lingerie. Like, I know I'm supposed to be against bullying, but sometimes it's just, it's justified. And my thing is there no lingerie rule in the school systems that nobody told me about? First, that kid should never have lunch money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that nigga should have to, that should have to eat the leftovers from somebody's lunch every day. Um, and then Karen, I, yeah, it's, it's just the same thing, shaming women. For uh, having anything sexual in their past, she—I mean, yeah, I saw the pic—I saw the pictures. It's not some like, uh, you know, titties. Uh, it's not showing. like Playboy. She's not. It's not pornography or anything. Yeah. Like, she, you know, she she was fine as shit back in the day and took some pictures. Um, I I, I don't miss. Uh, can ahead. she sue over this? Like, I don't understand. I, don't know. I really don't know. Um, Miss Webb said, despite her efforts to have the racy pictures of her removed, they keep popping up on sites like Mo Girls Entertainment and Showgirls Exclusive. Uh, imagine those both spelled in Ebonics, and you're right. <laughs> the image, the images of often heavily photoshopped, and sometimes her head is pasted onto another body. She told the Post. Um, wow. Yeah. When she was hired, Miss Webb said she disclosed her past to the Department of Education. She was investigated over the racy pictures twice and spent a year in limbo in the city rubber room each time. However, in both instances, a panel cleared her for all wrongdoing and cited her excellent performance reviews. Last December, however, a committee voted two to one to sack her, probably because of some hating ass ugly women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't use like mm, get her fine ass out of here. And, and, and my thing is that. If this keeps coming up, it shouldn't, shouldn't there be a place where they go, okay, y'all quit bringing this shit up and just let the woman work. The inappropriate photos were accessible to impressionable adolescents. That behavior has a potentially adverse influence on her uh, ability. But it's lingerie. Her ability to counsel students to be regarded as a role model. The member who her fire came just before she was slated to gain tenure. Not a coincidence. Yeah, and not and not only that too. Like you say, it's one of those things where it boils back to women can't be looked at sexual creatures in yeah, no form, will, shape, or fashion. Now I will lead, lend some credence to the fact that obviously, um, the, it, like Karen keeps saying, it's just lingerie. It's just lingerie. There is something to it. Like if Karen, if you have photos of yourself half naked on the internet. And that's going to follow you around forever. And that's yes, like, that's true now. Maybe it's not as, you know, we're a little bit more open minded, but true, uptight people true. are going to look at that. That's true. And when you're dealing with people's children, they're going to feel a way about that. It's like the whole thing we talked about with Luke. And I know we kind of disagree, but you know, your past is your past. And even though when you're trying to do good, people aren't going to always get over your past. They're going to sometimes be like, I, you know, this is unacceptable. I don't want my kid hanging out around this kind of well, person. Well, that, that's true. That's true. And, and the sad part about it, she might have to get to the point where she just might have to just change careers because I'm yeah. sorry. It's almost like anything like that, no matter where she goes, 
Yeah. This shit gonna keep happening. It's like she's not gonna be able to work. I agree. Um, all right, man. Um, guess the race, guys. Uh, how is Tiffany spelled? Uh, it is spelled. Yeah, like like a normal Tiffany, like nothing, nothing yeah, crazy, right? T i f f a n y Web Tiffany oh. Web. Okay, I'm gonna hold my Greg. You go first. All right. Um. Okay, what was the name of the of the sites that you said? It was something, some entertainment. It was Mo. Um, what was it? Mo something. <laughs> Mo Mo Girls Entertainment. M O Girls Entertainment and Showgirls Exclusive. And Girls has a Z instead of an S at the end. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna say um, her picture is already on a glossy flyer on my windshield black. Great love. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Abe? I'm Jocelyn Hernandez, stripper black. All right. Chat room says, as Vanessa Williams, blacks can't do that. She's a darkie. CILF, counselor, I like to fuck. Black says, Diamond Hoops. <laughs> Bernie Mac chasing Miss Parker, black. Miss Parker? Miss Parker. Uh, a couple people already saw the picture because they, they some, they some pervs like me. Um, Pam, Pam Grill, sexy ass, Foxy Brown, black. Um, Bossip Connoisseur. Background dancer in Luke's video popped at back of XXL black K Michelle black uh, correct answer one whose office I would have loved to visit back visit daily uh, yeah she black she black and she fine as fuck so look up t- <laughs> yeah. look up Tiffany Webb I, like I said maybe just, just me and I'm and I'm very forgiving but I don't feel like she should be fucking banned from teaching because of this I shit. don't I don't either but it, like I said I. I, I understand. I'm not even gonna try to pretend like, oh no, oh, it's so I, I crazy. I do too. I do too. I do too. But like, I just, I just think it's it sad. Yeah, it's fucked up because you know if it was a dude in a banana hammock, um, it's a good chance that nobody had his care. job. Like, but but I, actually, I would say I would say that, but I really don't even know that. I like hey. I could actually see people getting upset at a dude being a male like uh, model. That if he was like taking pictures in line, and I'm pretty too. sure it is out there, but for some reason the women are the only one to get snitched and bought up. Cause ain't nobody googling that Mr. Huffstetler to see if he got his dick hanging out. You got a, <laughs> got a fine ass teacher. You gonna look? I'm telling. Hey, listen, ladies, these pictures are forever, and it's the day of the internet. This shit is gonna follow you around forever, and if you find. Uh, niggas is googling your name, like whoever you are right now. Not even famous people, normal ass fine women. Is niggas googling your name, looking at your Facebook photos as we speak? So that's just part of the new reality, man. I think. Hey, man, send me a link to. Uh, so uh, I, see how she looks. Yeah, I don't have a link to it right now, but if you just Google Tiffany Webb, trust me, you'll you'll know. Um, okay. all right, last story. Um, and then we gotta go. Deputies find Conan-style weapons after arresting a man for a sword attack. Oh, my. An end man is in jail after police deputies say he hit a woman with a sword on Wednesday. Uh, according to an incident report, deputies responded to the home and spoke to the victim who said she was putting groceries away when her cat got into the house. Cesar asked her if she had let the cat in. When she said no, he got a sword from the wall and pointed it at her chest and neck area. The woman said she pushed the sword away and told him to stop because he was scaring her. He then hit her in the hips with the sword, causing visible injuries. 
Setzer retrieved a larger sword from the wall, telling the woman that it was better. It was a better one to kill her with. <laughs> and pointed it. Wow. Pointed it at her chest and neck. He swung the sword at the kitchen counter, damaging the counter and the and the weapon. That one not sharp enough, baby. Right. I was just gonna say, how empty of a threat is it when you swing your sword at the counter and break the sword too? Like, come on, dog. Um, what was that sword made out of? Plastic? The woman left home and called 911 from a neighbor's house. When the police arrived, they noted numerous Conan-style weapons all over the walls, according to the report. Conan-style? What is this? The, the, the 19th century? While being booked, Cesar cursed out the officers, with, and, and he would become angry and then start crying. Deputies noted in the report that he was under the influence of alcohol at the time. Wow. He remained, Listen, now this is going to sound harsh, so... Get off, hang up the podcast now. This is her fault. She lived with a nigga <laughs> with Conan-style weapons in his house. A volatile motherfucker that likes to drink and have weapons around the house. I don't give a fuck, the man. Article, I think it's funny the article keeps saying Conan-style. That's what the, <laughs> well, you, that's from the police report. Like the police yeah, the people's like, like, we don't know how to describe it. What is it? 19, yeah. No, 18th century? That's what we call it. Conan style? Yeah. Yeah, big ass fucking axes and shit on the ground, on the wall. And you so sitting up here. Axes, axes, oh my. Yeah. Like, ah! Hey, don't, uh, don't, don't let the cat in anymore, okay? I'd hate to have to get these swords out. Like, come on, man. This her fault, dog. Um, but guess the race of the dude with the swords, man. Uh, what's his name? His name is Scott Stevens Setzer, thirty-seven. Um, I would say one who would um, hmm. You know, I'm just gonna say white. He's white. All Three right. names. He white. Chat room. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. wait, Abe. Abe, what's your guess? Duck and McCloud. There can be only one white. All right. Uh, chat room says, uh, <laughs> I want to change to chalk face. Chalk face is white. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Drunk as fuck German, SSS. Black metal enthusi- enthusiast white. Caucasian who thinks he is a descendant of the Lannister. Shout out to Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Romney supporting thin lipped hunky. Resident of Castle Grayskull. One who. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real good one. You mean skinny bones? One who allows their oh, one who allows their kids to call them by their first name. Fox News matching hat and t-shirt white. <laughs> one <laughs> one who's racist screened every time a car horn beeps. Honky, but fuck that. Back to Miss Tiffany. Well, she finds herself. All right, Brent, we get it. Um, yes, it is a white person, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, man. That's been the Blackout Tips podcast, man. I guess with my man Greg and thank you guys and my man Abe, uh, both coming through and uh, really get, gotta really give a big shout out to them because we had to change the show because this morning uh, our modem went out because lightning struck at, right outside the, our building and like fried our modem even though it's in a surge protector, which is a what a big rip off, right? The surge protector, the Something always gets fried. Yeah, it, I woke up. It was storming and shit. And next thing I know, the uh, uh, alarm thing was like power off. I was like power, power off. I'm I'm, I'm 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 cooking shit. How power off? Yeah, but you know, so and that, thank goodness for Uverse. 
came yeah. out yeah had a dude at our house within two hours he was had us it. up and running right away like really just imp- if that was time warner we wouldn't have had a show today no time but, from time last we see y'all niggas on monday <laughs> but i had to tell greg and abe like man we can't do the show at 10 in the morning now we gotta move it and you know so i'm thinking like we're not even gonna be able to get a guest now and, like it's fucked but uh they both uh sacrificed and uh changed the schedule and rolled with the show mm-hmm. and i really can't thank you guys enough man really appreciate yes, the support thank and you appreciate you guys uh working with us man mm-hmm. um in a difficult time it's no problem at all man thanks for having us no, no problem man now make sure you guys check out the blackout tips all over the place. Go on iTunes. Leave us five-star reviews. You go to theblackouttips.com. Go to the About section. All the contact information is there. Uh, make sure you follow everybody on the show on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. Abe's Twitter is Abe is Pimp. And Greg's Twitter is some weird Oklahoma shit. Like, Greg, what is your Twitter again? <laughs> it's Greg O-K-G-A. And O-K, I was born in Oklahoma. And I live there. Mm-hmm. And I live in Georgia now. So, okay, GA. Right. You were born in Oklahoma? I told you that. Abe <laughs> <laughs> and I have known each other for almost 10 years. <laughs> I just like that. I just like. I like the way he sounds shocked. I like the way Abe. I like the way Abe said it. Like it changes everything. It does. He's like this changes everything. I I did a DP with you, man. I trusted you. When we went to IHOP, I I figured out that this nigga's first name ain't Greg. I was shocked. Yeah. Well, uh, make sure you guys do that, man. Support our sponsors, ShadowDogProductions.com. 20% 20% off when you spend $10 or more through the month of October, man. It's spooky. It's Halloween. Um, so thank you guys, man. We appreciate that. Um, don't forget also you can vote for us on Stitcher for their podcast awards. You can vote once a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just go nominate us now and, uh, it's really easy and it helps to show out. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, go to adamandeve.com, put in the code TBGWT and get that special, guys. Treat your genitals to a nice time. Yes, get them swinging. Get that sexy Halloween costume that no one's going to see you in but your man or your woman. Um, we yes, so y'all can play trick or treat for real. Mm-hmm. Adult version. I like to find that candy. Get my right up top. <laughs> um, all right, man. So uh, I think that's it for now. Until Thursday. Uh, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Some monkey flip on gorilla stump on I'm out here with the dealers pumping The killers dumping Dead bodies in Lake Michigan and shake fishermen Pimps turning the pastures to fake Bishops in the churches The prophets determine off what you purchase Or who you merchants A week ago ducking from searches And police raids Decrease grades Someone deceased made The front page The priest prayed He went to heaven but the beast stayed Now it's a war The flowers for more Funerals You see who soon ago A few hours before It's just the same story They cut and more keys with some with no D's in the same building on the same story. It's that ruthless drug addicts, toothless tongue doofus. Responsible.
Responsible for how to waste the youth is Who run up in your shop and steal Popping pills at a house party with a hood rat Copping feels fucking raw Mentality's like, fuck the law Nowadays niggas buck when they woulda Snuck your jaw in the city of schemes Where money is power And shots go off at the funniest hours Now it's breaking news It's best that you stay awake to snooze They taking lives or they taking shoes I jot it down like I'm Langston Hughes And paint a picture in my good book that's full of verses That ain't a scripture nor for the religion Judges putting men under the prison Them shorties screaming they riders But ain't none of them driven I try to school them cause they dropped out Once they popped out the pussy they mad Because they pussy pops out Now they a bastard Life to be fatal when the hazard From the cradle to the casket I'm rightfully raised around a life of crime Stitches dropping downs I think of rhymes When I'm in the Detroit state of mind State of mind Sippin' no bottles of rose, chillin' with my out-of-town connect named Jose. Tryna hustle for more pay, police in my doorway. I never have my head in the clouds, cause they can go great, and that ain't my forte. So fuck a job who I stuck and robbed just the other day. Who's listening to what they mother say about finishing school to get they GED with crackheads is trying to slang a HDTV for rocks and snort. The fast life is by the time on your clocks is short. Even the shorties pulling clocks from their boxes shorts. Rap sheep be so long that it shocks the course. That's why we call the murder city. Tip is stripper than you can burn a kitty. Bad boys before we heard it, diddy. Word to Maserati, Rick, Demetrius, Holloway. And those who celebrate by busting guns on a holiday. Happy to see another year in the beginning. We're sold to watch for enemies that pretend to be friends. They hit you with the setup. I seen it all with my own, too. The hood is like a glass house. The devil throws stones through. Many is stressed off the hand of your set. Maybe because the city's built above where Indians rest. The peace police found the seats. His hair raising like Khalees. D-boys high at work and they fleece. A bubble piece. I knew this fly chick. Pretty ripe. She was my type. That crack shit wasn't hype. She fell in love with the pipe. She had dreams being the next D-Ross. Or the Supremes overdosed in the lot between the plot and the schemes. 